appropriate countdown. Hello. Yeah, welcome back, y'all. The complaining voices that you hear right now. <laughs> Wait. Go back. Go back. All right. Welcome. Welcome back, y'all, to Afro Movie Review, the podcast. The voice that you're hearing right now is Mo. She her pronouns, Afro Movie Reviewer chocolate chip podcaster and i am keeks they them pronouns after movie reviewer your favorite trans podcaster yeah yeah because we got sound effects it's always so entertaining i don't think i'm ever gonna get over it i will probably but not now uh-uh. it's too new not, yeah it's too new not anytime soon um, so we are back and we are on what episode is this? Wow, guys. I think 26. Yes. Okay, so episode 26, season two. The movie of the episode is Hard Candy, and the year is 2005. Your Afro movie reviewers are a little bit tired, so bear with us. We're gonna get through it and make it still entertaining because we just can't help but to be. Yeah, that's who we are as people so you know what time it is it's time for the history room let's uh rock paper scissors it to see who's gonna do it i'll shoot i mean i'll call all right paper scissors show boom i got scissors uh, so okay okay so okay because i did not throw my usual game in. <laughs> I have all good facts, so. You have all good facts? I think mine are too bad, one good. Mm. Yeah, no, mine are all positive. Love, okay, let's try it. Let's see how this goes. (laughs) We're going to start in January. January 1st, Gianna Geese from Wisconsin, United States, comes home from the hospital and officially becomes the first person to ever survive rabies without a vaccination. Which you know. Like, bro. I read that and I laughed in, like, awe. And I was like, what the fuck, fam? Because rabies in humans is bad. It literally causes inflammation of the brain. And once the neurological symptoms kick in, like, 10 out of 12, you're going to die. And that could, you literally have a 10-day window in order to rectify it. Oh, you're gonna fucking die. I'm just like, man. And like the the way onto it, like the insanity that people go through. The like, I want to say a book that I I want to say it's their eyes were watching God, but I can't remember all the way. But yeah, rabies in a human, rabies in animals seems like torture. I can't imagine rabies in a human, and then to survive it. Like, how does she? How is she functioning now? Like, is she, you know, completely See, like how she was? And 
I got this from Wikipedia, and they really didn't have like a link to her name, so I couldn't really, you know. Okay, because people is uh, <laughs> they yeah. say they don't give you all her information. She's trying to live life. But the way she survived is they have like two specific treatments for when you get rabies, and the one that she went through is called the Milwaukee Protocol. And basically, they put her in a chemically induced coma, and they use antiviral medications to prevent full autonomy autonomic, autonomic English, nervous system shutdown of, like, that's your heart, bladder, intestines, pupils, sweat gland, and blood vessels. This thing has a 17-page, 22-step treatment process with detailed monitoring and a timeline of expected complications. Like, I, why? You said it was called the Wisconsin Protocol, which you in Wisconsin? Well, it was called the Milwaukee Protocol. She's in, I mean, she's in Wisconsin, ain't that in Milwaukee? I mean, ain't, the, ain't Milwaukee in Wisconsin? Uh, yeah. There you go. Isn't Wisconsin a state? Wisconsin is a state. Yeah. <laughs> it's late, y'all. It's late. Same, I mean. <laughs> you never heard that song in, like, elementary school? What naming all the states off? Yeah, they did. They did not give that to me. I think that oh, they wow. developed. Yeah, I think they developed that for y'all. Yeah, because <laughs> I showed and other things in alphabetical order for no specific do reason. You. I do not. <laughs> I do not. How awesome is that? No, I don't need to know in alphabetical order. I'm like, is Wisconsin the last state? No, nigga, Wyoming. Yep. Like, and it took me a second to really be like, there ain't nothing else. Wyoming. West Virginia, Wisconsin, Wyoming. Yeah, the last three. Wow. Look at you. My big. Pulled out the smart <laughs> That is awesome. Okay. Yeah, so what's your second first? Mm, that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna jump to the end of the year. Um, October 27th, 2005, riots begin in Paris after the death of the deaths of two Muslim teenagers. So this is in a city called Cliché Soubois. That was my best attempt at French, um, and it's located in eastern Paris. And the police were investigating a reported break-in at a building site, and there were a group of youth that were there who scattered just to avoid interrogation. As a person who was at one time a youth, I can also say I have scattered to avoid police interaction at all. I don't even care if it was going to lead to interrogation. I do not want to be involved, right? So, what? Oh, no, I was just black folks commenting. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so... Um, three of the, three of the kids hit into, like, they went to an electrical substation and something happened in there, but two of them died of electrocution and the third one suffered extreme electrical shock injuries, right? So, extremely fucked up. The, the city was upset about this, of course, because three kids were, were injured and or died. Um, and 
the entire city was affected by it because they had an immediate blackout. So the whole city was went through a blackout. They didn't know what was going on. And then it turned out that these kids had died and this third kid had electrical shock injuries, right? So when they find out about this, they are fucking pissed off. And they said, literally, had you guys not been fucking being in our areas, had not been harassing poorer housing estates, had not been harassing the youth, if the youth were able to get jobs in their area because there was a high amount of unemployment around um, just the youth like, and let's say it was like 15, like whatever working age to 25. Like, let's say that's what they're considering youth because it should be of working mm-hmm. age at least. Um, they just were like, they did not have enough. And that's why they would be hanging out, breaking into stuff if it was them, because they did not know if for sure the kids were the ones that broke into it. And the city came out and said that they couldn't say for sure if the cop involvement had anything to do with their death. They it were. Did. I wouldn't run and not hide if you wasn't trying to chase me and arrest me. Like, right. Or possibly right. kill me. I don't know what cops were doing in France, but I just. Come on now. God, so. And and they literally said that the cops they could not figure out if the cops were chasing, um, like if they were a part of the group, whatever they don't know they don't know the two the two um youths that were killed because this is literally a, a European fact so I'm gonna say it the way that they said it the two youths that were killed were Zayed Bina and Buna Traore. and the third boy Mutin Altun was the one who had the injuries. So they literally Paris turned up on the 27th of October is when the riots began. Um, a state of emergency was declared on November 8th and it went on for three weeks. And then three weeks after that, they extended it for a little bit longer because people were just pissed. So that's my first fact. I don't know what the side effects or like what the actor of the riots were, what made them calm down. I'm not sure. Maybe they just... We're tired of writing. I don't know, but I don't know. France is that city. They'll turn up for anything, which I Bro. appreciate. Like they're like, "Fuck authority!" If you don't want to fucking help me and my poor ass, that's it. That's it. You remember when Notre Dame was burning a couple years ago, and Parisian Twitter, specifically Parisian Twitter, that was people of color. Oh, they, I was like, yo, y'all lit. I didn't know. I had no clue. And it, I think it was a lot of people who might have been of, of Muslim religious background or whatever, um, but there were just people of color they all over. And so. They are Islamophobic. And that was the thing. That's because now I understand that this is a thing that they felt has been long standing with them. This was 2005. Notre Dame was burning in like 2019, 2000. Yeah, 2019. So, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's 14 years apart. If you were if you were young when that happened in 2005, you're a grown person now. You might have kids. You absolutely, like, <clears throat> understand them taking pictures the way that they did in front of Notre Dame. Because that shit was funny. That shit was on fire. <laughs> and then niggas was taking, like, Usain, Usain Bolt poses. Like, it yeah, was great. It was great. That. Yeah. So that's my first fact. So I'm going to meet your friends and go to France. I was like, right. I don't know what I'm trying to say. November 27th, Isabelle de Noir, I think, I don't know, French, you're weird, underwent the first partial face transplant at Ames University Hospital face in off. Ames, France. Partial. Face oh, well, so, half a face off. <laughs> I'm all doing the TikTok movement. 
Because she got severe facial disfigurement after her cross Labrador pet dog ripped off her nose, lips, and chin, trying to wake her up after she accidentally OD'd in pills in May. Oh my God. Yes. So they that dog was trying to save her life and ended up taking off. Like, what? She's alive. She's alive. They removed fat, skin, and blood vessels from a brain-dead donor, and they placed them over her skull and muscle before reconnecting the blood vessels in your face. Because <laughs> I was oh, like, because I got this world record, and I was like, yeah, that's graphic, fam, but okay. I like but to know how that procedure went. Thank you. I hope they gave her cross-lab mix an award. Not I just a bone that you want. Give him a gold collar because she's alive she would have od'd that dog was like hey, 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 hey wake your ass up bitch as soon as her face got ripped off that's what she did woke up he tried he probably, that dog probably started slow like hey nudge nudge gets a little okay maybe you're not waking up lick across the face that usually pisses you off nothing i'm gonna nothing bitch i'm about to stop, stop. stop. Wake up, so you over here listen you need a dog that got your back like that labrador Let's see. Okay, but I'm gonna say this little fact, but I'm gonna comment on that. So the operation was led by Professor Jean Michel Michael. I don't know. Do what no, you are. Jean Michel. <laughs> That's just not me. people, right? I just was like, this is people running over people. This is not 
of like you know what I mean? Like so many other violent ways that we've heard of people being ran over or trampled, like whatever. This is a stampede. They were trampled. So this broke out because there were three hundred thousand people that converged on this temple in Manher Devi, right? And that is because they have an annual pilgrimage on the full moon day of Shakambarhi Prumina Prunima. So this is um, in January and it's a 24 hour long festival to this goddess, right? This festival, they are lit. They're partying. They are, you know, some of them are drinking um, natural wines and things like that, but they're also mm-hmm. giving animal sacrifices and they're giving like coconut water and all kinds of things it's offering to this goddess, Kaluai. So witnesses say that this stampede happened because there was a rush that started around midday because some people fell as they were climbing up the temple steps. And from what they say, it's a one way up, one way down type thing. Like you can kind of make it through, but there's it's tight and it's very steep. So people would often slip in like fall, but you would kind of help each other up, do whatever. But because there were so many people that had come and it was midday again, 24 hours. So if this started at midnight, ends at midnight, midday, they've been going for 12 hours. There was so much coconut water that had been given as sacrifice and offerings or whatever that, and from other fruit that the, the temple steps, which are stone were slick mm-hmm. and people fell. Mm. So they said some people fell, multiple people fell. And then it started like kind of like almost like a snowball effect. They also said that they, there might've been some rush to get down the steps because there was a shop nearby that had some gas cylinders next to it. The gas cylinders exploded. And the result of the explosion was people seeing that, you know, whatever is flying in the explosion and then people running. And so they're trying to get down this very steep, very narrow hill path that has stone steps that are wet with um, fruit offerings and waters and possibly wines and things like that. They said that there were some drunk people involved, which, yeah, it's a 24-hour festival. Um, Mm -hmm. But they said that 291 people died in that stampede. And I just thought that that I was like, whoa, because this is an annual festival. 300,000 people are expected to come out for this festival every year. And I wonder if because the temple itself is such a holy place, if they would have even considered to do anything different to the steps or like if that changed the structure Mm -hmm. of, you know what I mean? Because it's a holy place. So do you change it or do you not? So I was just like, that is very interesting because even I felt conflicted because I believe you should not touch holy ground. You leave it the way it was erected, the way it was erected and you found it, try to preserve it, right? But yeah. 200, 291 people died. I don't now, know. If, maybe... I could, if I could do math, 291 is almost 300 and 300 of 300,000. Isn't that like 1%? Ooh, quick math. I love that. I don't you know. You see but me? Like... I see you. My humanities manager did. did I, I'm not a math person, but I studied a little. I think that's that math. I could be wrong. And yeah. if that's the case, is you know what I mean? Not to say that those 1% don't count, but it's like, well, that was a fluke accident. That doesn't happen. We keep, you know, we'll just salt the steps next year. Like, what do you do? I mean, that's probably, they're probably, I'm hoping that they had like preventative measures after that and was like, okay. I mean, I'm hoping, you know, they didn't. Nothing that would like anyway. the whole ceremony to be like, oh, okay, we can shorten it. Like, no, nothing like that. But like, there's safety measures that people maybe they'll make it two way instead of just a one way thing. 
And I, that's what I mean, like one way up, one way down. Sorry, but like still um, narrow and tight. So if you have lines of people moving in that way, I, I didn't, I, and I didn't look up a visual to see how it's set up. I really, I feel like I slacked on that. But I feel like it's, it was one way up, one way down. So when people start moving, even if you're in the opposite direction, if there's enough people moving at you, you're now going in the same direction. But maybe yeah, they could be like Atlanta after the snow apocalypse and just put cat litter on the ground so that it doesn't get so slick. Because we didn't have, you remember when Atlanta didn't have rock salt for the ice? Well, that shit was beautiful. We closed down for a week. They Man, said, um, we don't know what to do. Um, they said, Petco. Petco. <laughs> Cat owners, they didn't know what to do. Improvise, do what you got to, you know. So that kind of thing. We should have stayed at home for the month, but we should go back home. Not that I loved being home, and I'm not trying to glorify early pandemic days because that shit was scary, and we didn't have the right provisions. Um, but also, it's too many niggas on the road, and I hate traffic. Please, please. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> today on the highway. Today on the highway, somebody hopped in front of me so fast in front of a car that was already breaking, and then they had to break so hard i saw the car breaking so i was already slowing down and i guess they assumed like oh this is the perfect time but they weren't looking ahead they were looking in their rear and i said you know i'm just gonna move from the fuck around you i just don't and this lane is going faster in comparison to the rest of traffic but the person behind me had to slam on their brakes because they wasn't paying attention and i said i just don't want to be between idiots I don't. So not even glorifying it. I just like the traffic free days. I'm not going to lie. I'm not. And see, I'm not even going to blame the everyday man. I feel like if Atlanta was more of a walkable city, like bring back walkable cities because that shit hits. Seems like a luxury. Like what? I just want to be able to walk everywhere and... Yeah, or like expand your public transportation. Coach, That's what I was going to say. Brothers, fucking assholes. I was going to say, because if public transportation, the days, having a car is a beautiful luxury. I recognize it. But the days that I didn't have a car and I was on Atlanta's public transportation and it took forever. Do you know what I was doing? Reading. It took two hours just to go 20 minutes though that it's in a car. But on, But in a traffic, in a traffic setting... It would only take 40 minutes, not going to lie, max, to take that same distance. So you were still taking forever to travel that distance. But I got two hours of reading one way. Nigga, I finished Roots in a month. Only reading on public transportation. Forgot that was a book. I'm not going to read that. I'm sorry. I I haven't seen um, the TV series, so that's all I was going to do. Do Nigga, Roots is like 13 hours. You got me fucked up. <laughs> no. Okay. Oh, shit. Uh, who's... That was your second pick? <laughs> that was my second fact. Okay, you're on your third. Hilarious. I love it. Anyway. 
Um, goddamn, gotta pull up the cat, the thing. I'm ready. I'm professional. June 30th, Spain legalizes same-sex marriage despite heavy opposition from the Roman Catholic Church. Fuck the niggas. Wow. Making it the fourth country at the time in the world to allow gay marriage. Netherlands was first in 2000. Belgium was second in 2003. It was Spain. And then right after Spain, Canada was like, I guess. Spain said, oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. not We won't be left out. We'll beat the Americans. Yeah. That's what we'll do. Um, so, I would love to visit those places. I wonder how they feel about black people. This Afro Latinos, are they in Spain? I don't know. Uh, Spain. I. I mean, there's there's Afro people everywhere. Yes. How do they feel about them? I feel like Spain is like that Spanish country that like I put Spain in the same bracket as like the Europeans because they be colonizing. Uh, Portugal was colonizing. Spain, no, nigga, I'm lying like fuck. Spain absolutely was was colonizing. That's why niggas speak Spanish. No, that's the re- what, nigga, what? I'm sorry. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We could put them in the same category. I'm with you on that. Yeah. So that's my fact. So I want to visit so I can be like, this was. You don't get to be mean to me. I get to come here and do what the fuck I want. Man, 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 man. But then I'm giving them money. Anyways, I don't know how I feel about that. I also don't know how I feel about international travel anymore. Again, trying to piss off Passport Twitter because, nigga, one of the longest flights I've been on was still, quote, unquote, in the country. And, nigga, that shit was long. Oh, my God. You know how I feel about flying. I just prefer to be on the ground. <laughs> you cannot pay me to fly. It's it's five dollars from here to Cali, and I will I will not fly to Cali unless it you give is, me something to knock me out. It is, it is a. I can't even combat that because it is about a five hour flight. But you can also do layovers. I know that I have made we have made it from from California to Atlanta. I don't know what the fuck was like going that. on on that flight. It was like three hours and forty nine minutes. I said these niggas is cutting through air pockets. They got back streets in the air. The longest flight I've been on was maybe two hours max, maybe less. The longest flight, the longest flight that I have been on was about six hours. And then we had a layover, which we thought was a beautiful idea, but our plane was delayed taking off. So it cut down our layover time from like an hour and a half to about 35 minutes. And then I got on another five and a half hour flight. And I said, nigga, I cannot do international. I don't think it's for me. I don't think I'm that one. So this is why God created boats. Nigga, boats. I listen, how about how about I just heard about a cruise line that is going to be offering a cruise that goes around the entire continent of Africa. I said, nigga, as beautiful as that seems, my ancestors would be like, bitch. <laughs> You gonna do that? You really gonna touch the port? And you know, and you know where the port cities are, my nigga. What the fuck are you doing? You just gonna come back on a boat? That's cute. 
I guess, for you. Like, I literally saw that and was like, wow, what a wonderful experience. And then I started thinking, the port cities can only be in a few. Some of these destinations are going to feel real motherfucking familiar. My soul is going to be like, Huh. Now I feel like flying. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe the boat would be like, "Welcome home." Maybe I don't know, but it just seemed conflicting. It's like a thirty day. It might be longer than that. It might be longer than that. I don't know. Real expensive. They doing it up though. It's the first of its kind. Mm. Woo. Anyways, my third fact <laughs> is it's been on Candace tonight. I'm we sorry, have you guys. Been, it's it's. Would apologize. I'll probably apologize later. I won't say that I won't. Anyway, my fact, I'm sorry. I just threw my pen. My third fact (laughs) is short and sweet. Um, February 15th, YouTube is launched. I saw that shit. And then it was like the first movie was like going to the zoo. Yeah. And how do go from that to like what YouTube is now? Right. And not seizing shit. Mind you, though, early YouTube was wild. Early YouTube was fun. And it was also uh, like it was the wild, wild west. It was was, anything goes, anything goes, and glad that we survived it. And now we have like anyways, Anyway, that was my last fact. Hey, so that means it's time for the plug. It's the plug. It's the plug. Because I literally forgot, so it's me doing it twice in a row. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, ain't no plug for this this one. We... Because y'all not emailing. Not even that. It's just like that but also (laughs) because like we have like i literally have people archived that we could plug and i haven't done my side too so Uh, you know what i mean i'm supposed to like hit people up and whatever so i don't want to say that so the plug for this episode we want to shout out some of the people that have listened thus far right and given us um support we won't give you by full name but my sisters my blood sissy my sissy sissy um and my sister well i guess i can say their names i don't know i don't know whose names i can say I would, but my sissy I, say their names I was gonna say i'm not sissy um i love you thank you for listening and for all of the support um my sister who is in the south like me who's actually we've plugged um her partner for an episode with the gaming Shout out to them because they've definitely supported um, my best friends who have listened and things like that. Um, our listener in Ireland who puts us on the map and makes sure that Ireland is someone that like it's a country that pops up for us when we look at demographics. Shout out to RM because I got to Thank talk you. to RM and she's just motherfucking wonderful. And I was just like gushing and like if I wasn't so chocolate, I would have blushed because I was like. I'm talking to an Irish person for real. And like, thank you. And it was cool to talk. Yes. And it was so cool to talk to a listener that I do not know. 
Like, how fun is that? Yes. The connection, of course, is it, like there's a connection between us. We know a mutual person. But like, how awesome was that? So she's fucking a rock star. I love her. And also, um, I have opinions, but we gonna feel I'm just gonna feel how she feel about the about the new shit. Nobody else. Not you screaming oh, yeah. your head. The king of them. I'm yeah. So that's the that's my plug for the episode. Do you have a shout out plug that you want to do? Shout out Nyana, because that ain't her real name. So <laughs> when I chose Nyana, I went over to Nyana's house just really quick backstory to get that mac and cheese, right? And she was like, I listened to Coraline and I was waiting for you guys to say that Mrs. Forcible and April were lesbians. And I was like, How the fuck do we miss that? Just, they have like, different last names. No, they seem like you're going to miss that. Do we the whole that? time, I'm like, they're <laughs> sisters. Same. I was like, what? No, they're gay. They're fucking gay. Shout out to Nyana because I didn't miss <laughs> that whole part of them bickering is just being an old fucking couple. Look, I was like, no. And, <laughs> oh my God. Look, no, shout out to Yana. That's fucking awesome for that. Yes, that's awesome. Okay, any shout out to Imp who gave us. We had to steal music to be able to plug Imp, but still plugged us. Imp music is available. Shout out, Imp. Love you. That is Shout out, Seven LKH. Shout out, Royal Sweets. Shout out everybody that has listened. Because even if you only listen to your episode, which y'all didn't. And we fucking love you for it. Yes. That one listen means a lot to us, you know? So Thank you. That's the plug for the episode. But for the rest of you niggas, the actual musicians, <laughs> all you niggas influencers, you know you know what it you is. The email T O A M R P O D at gmail.com. Dot com. Tasha Octavia. Rochelle, Amari. You know what? I fucked up. I was like, Rochelle is not. You know why? Because y'all know the email. And you can email us. And you should. We do have a... I guess we could do a couple of the... Nope. Never mind. We'll do it later. Anyways, let's get into this goddamn movie review. Yes. Hard Candy. Hard Candy is a great... Movie. What do your influences look like? Don't ask me. I'm asking you. You You asked me first. Okay, so for the last time of this season. Oh my god! Yes, we're changing seasons. We're changing lenses. My Afro lenses are the legless, frameless blue oil slicks, a la Morpheus de la. uh, Matrix balance on my nose. They have the metal gunmetal chains hanging down with my little afro picks that are also gunmetal gray um, okay for the last time of the season my afro lens is a monocle with a laughing white skull in the frame with a pocket watch attachment because this is the last time <sighs> okay we need we'll to switch it up next season, season now yeah and Okay. All right. So let's get into it. What is the synopsis of the movie? 
this is the first like long synopsis I got from IMDb. But I peeped that they were like, we can't keep it short. We don't know what to say. IMDb struggle. They really did. So Haley's a smart, charming teenage girl. Jeff's a handsome, smooth fashion photographer. An internet chat, a coffee shop meetup, an impromptu fashion shoot back at Jeff's place. Jeff thinks this is lucky night. He's in for a surprise. Mm, that sounded ominous. It did. Sorry, that was me. That was me. I changed the headphones on accident. That was me, my bad. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. You're off, bro. What was that? Okay. Um, I'm sorry? I'm sorry. How many people you got? I have four. How do you have four? I have three. Wait, is that plus the director? Because plus the director, I have four. No, I have five with the director. So I know you saved the best for last. So we're saving Elliot Page for last. Uh, Huh? I guess we can start with Patrick Wilson. We can start with Patrick Wilson, who played Jeff Culver, American actor. He has earned the reputation as the Scream King because he is often in horror films. That's our first, if you notice, like for the season. We've been I've never seen Scream King. I love that. Excited to read about him. I was definitely excited to put that fact in. I was like, okay. So, but this dude has worked. He has been working and probably will continue to work because he likes it. He started his career in 1995 on Broadway doing musicals. So, I want to see with Saigon, which from what I understand is not like some punk ass Broadway musical. It's a musical. I've heard things about it. I don't know how I feel about it. So I don't know. I was waiting to ask you if you had seen it in some. I'm actually surprised that you haven't. So maybe it's one we can watch together. Hey, we can find Yay! it. Okay. Uh, I know you will. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> He um, is a two-time Tony Award nominee. He was nominated for both Golden Globe Awards and Primetime Emmy Awards for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Miniseries or a Movie. Yeah, he Broadway uh, debuted in 1999, 1995. He was just an understudy for the National Tour. That's okay, because you know what you got to be to be an understudy? A bad bitch. Talented, like what? Yes, but. His first film appearance was The Alamo in 2004, and then in that same year, he did Phantom of the Opera, so. He was working. And you know what? The duality. He said, just because I'm in a movie, just because you see me over there, don't think you won't see me over here. Over here. I like that. So are we fans? I like him. I like his work ethic. I didn't really find much information about him personally other than um, he does some charity work. His with his charity. brother in a band. Yep, with his brother in a band. They did a couple of gigs where they were raising money, and one of the things that he did was Southeastern Guide Dogs Paws for Patriots, which, you know, that I love people who give back. I cannot knock that. I'm never going to stop, you know, philanthropy, volunteer, whatever. Do it. I love it. So, yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah, he did that. He so, did that. for sure. He was my second. So who he was, was your... my second. So my third is Sandra motherfucking O. Yes. Okay, and that's my last besides Elliot. Who else do you have? I have Odessa Ray, but there really wasn't. Odessa Ray played Janelle Rogers. Go ahead with Which... her and then we'll do 
Yeah, let's go. I'll go ahead and do Odessa Rogers. I mean, Odessa Ray real quick because there wasn't much. Odessa Ray. And what's, this is what was weird about it. Odessa Ray is motherfucking talented, apparently. Odessa Ray was key in the formation of Ivanhoe Pictures, which is which produced Crazy Rich Asians. I was said, Odessa yeah, that- Janelle? She was Janelle Rogers. Ah, Okay. Yeah. So I said, okay, that's wild that she did not get that. But I said, well, why would she, she did Ivanhoe pictures. And then the fact that they put money into crazy rich Asians, I was like, wow. But I didn't realize until doing research that that was probably because of her influence. Odessa was raised between, she spent her early life in North America, Asia, and India. So most of her time she was around Asian people. That's who she probably most identifies with. She um, studied international relations at the University of Toronto. She's fluent in Japanese because she was spent a lot of time there. She began her film career in Japan. She was doing a whole lot. Of, this is what's funny. This is what's funny to me. I know that we know American actors, but it's always interesting to me how I assumed that American actors would just have their films dubbed in other countries. And that was kind of the extent of it. I know now, and this was like younger me, not now, right? I know now, and it was probably within the last 10 years or so that I realized that people do work outside of the country to make money there too. Like Snoop Dogg, who we used to go around the world just filming commercials, right? Brad Mm -hmm. Pitt, Brad Pitt. She is known in Japan because Brad Pitt was doing commercials with her. Oh, wow. I said, dog, what kind of fact is that? That's so interesting. Um, in 2021, she opened uh, something called Ray Film, R-A-E, Film Studios, and it's working on the production of nonfiction content. So I think that's cool. There wasn't much information on her, but she's been around. She was a very short character, like short um, lined character in the movie, but very important. So that's why I included her. Okay, I couldn't find anything. Like, they didn't have, like, the little hyperlink for her, so... There is nothing on her. She keeps her shit under the fuck wraps. Bad bitch. As she I'm a, I'm a fan. She said, don't ask about me, don't know about me. I'm just doing the fuck jobs, okay? I like it. Okay, all right. Um. So then we have Sandra Oven. Yes, Canadian-American actress, best known as Dr. Yang. For Grey's Anatomy and Eve Palastro in the Killing Eve. Eve Palastri. You gotta watch. You have got to watch Killing Eve. I have only never seen seen Grey's Anatomy either. That's too long. But you know what? That one, that one, I feel like you could absolutely get into it because we are we deserve soap operas too. Okay. The, The boomers had it, Gen X had it. We need it too. And that was, it really is a soap opera. Like, I don't know if it's still going on. It might be, but nigga, how? Uh-uh. It's a soap opera. But no. literally, <laughs> Dr. Yang, I think she's only on it for like five or six seasons. So you could watch just until she gets off and be satisfied. Honestly. Honestly, it's, she's that good in it. Um, okay. Yeah. She, in this movie, she plays Judy Takoda. Takuda? 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 I don't know. I was like, is that a Japanese last name? Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, she has Sandra O oh in real life though has the O C behind her name, which we know is the Canadian State Order and the second highest honor in merit as behind their like as far as their orders, decorations, and medals for Canada. And it's only behind the order 
um, the order of merit is that some type of award. So she, even her country recognizes her as a bad bitch because she's motherfucking awesome. She's received That's numerous accolades. Numerous. That's why she went to the uh, Queen's funeral. I was wondering, I was like, why is Sandra um, at the Queen's Because she's a motherfucker. And, and listen, when I... I saw that picture too, and I was like, why is she there? Because she is a Canadian representative that they can send to the highest of places because she has the second highest honor for the entire country. Canada is fucking huge. Understandable, some of it might not be inhabitable because cold desert land, pretty much like version of whatever that is, because desert and cold don't work. But you know what I mean. The thing is, Canada's massive and it is populated where it is populated. And of all them Canadians, they said Sandra O oh is motherfucking great. And we're going to recognize her right now. They gave her her roses right here today. I love Sandra O. Oh. In 2019, she became the first Asian American, Asian Canadian woman to host Saturday Night Live, which I was like, Okay, that's cool. But what pissed me off, and the thing is, is that they made the distinction of saying Asian Canadian because they had had Asian Americans host. What pissed me off? Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. Saturday Night Live. The first one was Lucy Liu. Okay. Okay. I love Lucy Liu. The second one was motherfucking Aquafina. And then you had Sandra (laughs) Oh, I'll punch somebody in the face. She's the reason I didn't watch Crazy Rich Asians, and I feel bad you, for that because I feel like those other actors deserve a chance, but I cannot get over Aquafina and her black sense. What's so, funny is that I did I avoided the movie for that reason, and then when I watched it, I was like, "Fuck Aquafina! This movie is so great." Ah, okay, I might watch I it. Love we, we can put it on the list. We can put it on the list so that it's a movie that I forced you to watch and not a movie that you were just like, I'm going to watch Crazy Rich Asians today despite Aquafina being in it. We, we can do that. that. <laughs> in 2019, Time Magazine named Sandra Oh as one of the 100 most influential people in the motherfucking world. Bad bitch. She's got it going on. Hell yeah. She only, she only goes up. She only goes up. Do you remember when... Um, they scanned her at the the Grammys and she was like, it's just a blessing to be Asian. What the fuck? Sandra O oh was a motherfucking beast. I love her so much. Cause yes, ma'am, you better stunt on people. She said, baby, what? I don't even remember what the compliment was. And she said, it's just a blessing to be Asian. <laughs> I love that. Oh my God. She's amazing. She is. All right. So now best for last because that's how babe likes to do it elliot elliot page plays Haley stark canadian actor and producer sorry i give canada as much respect as i give america which is little to none canadian so. <laughs> um and the only way you can pronounce america in a really weird way is the most racist way so i just <laughs> uh, america my dude has an oscar nomination to baftas a primetime emmy and a satellite award when i tell you wait 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 wait, because he also has three teen choice awards a canadian comedy award um and you said golden globe um 
No, nah, that's in the later one because he got it for when he was in Juno. My dude got the Academy, the Bath, the Critics' Trust, the Golden Globe, the Sash, the Canadian Comedy, the Independent Spirit. I want to watch this. We got to put it on the list because we got so many awards. Fucking Juno is amazing. That's where I got introduced to Elliot Page, but he has been working for a long time. And we're going to, cons- and he plays, he, he plays um, a teenage girl in this role, which, yeah. Like, yeah. And see, he, I got introduced to him from Umbrella Academy. He is my Victor. Nigga, Hercules. are you serious? Like, yes. God, damn. Like, so you yes. haven't seen you haven't seen Elliot Page be um in the roller derby movie, like all of these movies that Elliot Page has done that were just like very Okay. So the fact I didn't know I didn't know how uh, okay, so Elliot Page was was assigned female at birth, came out as trans on his social media account and has used the pronouns he they since revealing his name Elliot on December first, twenty twenty. So that's why I was like he plays a he plays a young girl in this movie. Um and in the movies that he did and most of the work that he did pre Umbrella Academy was before mm-hmm. No, he, Umbrella Academy included. They um, ended up changing. He started his name. Umbrella Academy before he transitioned. That's what I'm saying. Most of the roles that he's done were probably a challenge for him because he was playing female assigned roles. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then the respect that Umbrella Academy had to recognize that he had transitioned to transition the name, not only just the name, but to make a transition for the character. My God. Yes. The recognition. Oh my God. And I understand that that wasn't something that, but Elliot probably had to stand 10 toes down and be like, listen, I get that it may fuck up production for you, but this is what the fuck I am. You can't just replace Victor Hargreaves anyway. He is such an integral part of Umbrella Academy. You, but you so, know what they would do. You know they will, will they'll replace an actor with another actor and just be like, it just didn't work. They will do it if they feel like it's profitable enough and they not, can get away with it. I feel like Netflix, as terrible as they are, wouldn't do that. that. Would just a very bad money making decision because that probably money making decisions that were just awful. But to cancel or to Umbrella like Academy. change the cats, yeah, because they they'll do two seasons and then they'll cancel it. But Umbrella Academy, every season that comes out, people are like, "I want more. Give me more." The Umbrella Academy is. I've. I think I've only. Seen, I've seen all of season one and some of season two, maybe, but I do agree with you. I think that had they done anything other than respect Elliot's decision and to keep him casted in in the uh, show, I don't think it would have been the end of Netflix, but it would have been big because Netflix Netflix self destruct by itself. Like Netflix <laughs> is on it is trying its hardest or something like. I don't know. They just are actively. It's they're in competition, but whatever. We yeah. So Elliot, but nobody. Like, yeah, I love Elliot. Um, we love Elliot. This movie actually made me want to watch a lot of his previous works. I was like, he I, acted his ass off. I mean, Elliot Page is an actor, and when I'm because I got introduced to Elliot in Juno, I didn't see him as a serious actor. I saw him as a as a comic. Right, not comic, but having comedic timing 
right? Saw him in that way. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he was in the movie is the old boy from Superbad, right? So it's just like, it's just a funny movie about teenage pregnancy. Like, what? So then, ah. right. So then seeing this movie, absolutely fuck right. Can't wait to get into it. Oh my it. God. Uh, uh. Okay, well, let's talk about the director. The director is David Slade, um, British television director and actor. Oh, film, television, director, and actor. His first feature film was this fucking movie, Hard Candy. This man came out the gate like, bah, 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 swinging hard on hoes. This is an independent film. He did this film independently. He mm-hmm. re- he showed it at Sundance. Sundance was like, oh, shit, blown away. Lionsgate picks it up, and it was released in 2005. What? <laughs> this, was, this was a good first film it was did I, you see some mm, of his other other films i saw his twilight saga eclipse and i'm just i'm judging i'm judging but he also did black mirror bandersnatch i don't i don't i haven't seen black mirror because i told you i watched bandersnatch. that sounds so familiar I don't, I, I think it's one of the more popular episodes, but I told you after that first one, I was like, nope, this one, the show is not for me. And I like weird and twisted. I was like, this is not for me. I don't know. Oh, yes. I remember that one. Okay. Is it a good episode? That wasn't a bad episode. It wasn't a bad episode. Okay. It's not the most memorable, but. Okay. I want to go back and watch it now, and I want to be like, "Hey, let me judge." But so funny. Okay. He also directed episodes for Breaking Bad, a show called Awake, uh, the TV version of Hannibal. He's done a couple episodes of that. He did Crossbones and Powers and American God. So he has some directing credits. Not like he's the director, but mm-hmm. I appreciate when shows have other directors come in and do their thing i don't know what i was watching the other day but tasha smith had directed it and i was like how fucking awesome is that like yes yeah i love the fact that she's out there doing her thing because i was like i was thinking about her the other day because she's an identical twin and sometimes i think about that i think her sister's name is nadra and i was just like yeah and they are identical for real so i was like i wonder what tasha and her sister were doing and then she fucking popped up as the director of the of the episode i was watching i said bam 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 nigga what i think it was big sky of all things i'm telling you i'm telling you i love when people get their directing things on so he's pretty cool it's, i i like him as a director and i like he didn't have anything notably negative so all right do we like I like this film, fans? so yeah. this was mm, this was nice. And, I, I can't yeah. get into it. Fan of his work. The production company again. Um, it was the the distribution company was Lion Gates Independent Film. Um, budget nine hundred fifty thousand dollars. Revenue eight point three million dollars. That's how you do a motherfucking movie. You hear me? Independently at that, like what? Independently, $950,000 and they made their money back. And I mean tenfold. That's how you do that shit. You see what I'm saying? So the competing movies for the season is yeah, for yeah. the season, for the episode, in the word. But yeah, 2005, what was it looking like? Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, because they're British. Um, so what, the, <laughs> what number Harry Potter was it? 
Harry Potter's, let me see, because I got it from numbers.com. No, I'm just trying to figure out, because Harry Potter came out, the movies came out early 2000s, like, what, 2001-ish, maybe 2002? Yeah. Or was that the second one? This is, God, I don't know. I stopped following her when she was transphobic. Did. I mean, you know, so. I was like, you're not important anymore. We don't, yeah, we don't do turfs. It was um, second. It was the second one. Okay. Of like grossing movies. Um, War of the oh, Worlds. no. I meant what, what order? Never mind. It's okay. War of the Worlds? Was third. That's Brad Pitt. That's why. <laughs> they gonna show up for Brad Pitt. Of course. Um, and then I did top 20, so we also had Hitch. We, Hitch was funny as fuck. Hitch was funny, but it was 10. It was number 10? Yeah. So huh, it was like okay. a slew. Uh, Batman Begins, which was 7. Hey, Batman Begins was awesome. It was nice. I and love then, Batman Begins. I really do. Uh, King Kong at number 11 because I like that number. King Kong with who? Who was in that? Jack Black? Was I don't that know. that one? I think so. Wow. Okay. 2005 had some interesting but this one independent. Okay. Listen. That's those the were thing all major. Too. Like, these are all major distributors. Um, Warner Bros. Sony. Universal. Mm-hmm. Paramount and one so of had yeah. they had big backing behind them to make the film and then big backing behind them to distribute the film. Hard Candy, I don't remember seeing any previews for it. Um, I, I don't remember seeing previews for it. So I can't say that it didn't have it because once you buy the film, you can you know make any type of trailers and things that you want. So they probably did that, but hey, boy, that money. They made that money back. That is. Ooh. Let's yes. get into it. What are your categories? Um so my categories are inappropriate and <laughs> if you watch Archer, yeah, if you watch Archer then you know um, I have now, girl. What the fuck? Because that is my, you know. Turns out that's just something I say often. Uh, grooming. I have scheming with an exclamation mark. <laughs> <laughs> I have okay with like a I see you type of undertone, bitch. Mm-hmm. Because that's always going to be involved in these goddamn scary movies or like these thrillers. And um, I have LOL. Great cinematography and writing was fire. Okay. What are your I, categories? I defined it. I got Haley, run. <laughs> Go, girl. <laughs> Get out. Please. And then I got Haley's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because. I had already seen the movie, and this was your first time seeing the movie. And I knew what I was doing when I recommended this movie for the thriller season. I said, you know, we had had some quote unquote square, you know, scary movies. The spooky season didn't hit how it was supposed to, but it wasn't spooky season. It was the horror slash thriller season. And I said, do we have enough thriller? 
Oh, I'm about to throw the fuck out of Keeks. I'm about to throw the fuck out of Keeks. This was, okay. Okay. I have BB Adult. I know, that's right. I have LOL. I have the drama. The popcorn. Like, you know, the belly popcorn. Like eating popcorn. Yes, the drama. Yes, feel it. Yes. Hot fire. (laughs) Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. I feel it. Yup. And then I got and. (laughs) With the Carisha face. Okay. So let's get into it. Now that intro music was hard. I was sitting there just bobbing. <laughs> you are so funny. Oh, that shit was nice. You I was said like, yes. the music in oh. this bitch. Uh, <laughs> I nice. immediately was like, I said I do like this start off. I do. Um, I thought it was interesting that they had this instant messaging conversation, and I was like, I was like, bruh, it. This is it, okay, okay. And I okay. said, this is. Immediately, immediately, I said inappropriate. Uh, <laughs> immediately, so, yeah. I said the the conversation in the instant message. The tone of the conversation was very white, um, but I felt like it was it was background work. It was necessary. It was white language, though. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it let me know what I was getting into. Yeah. Um. So then they have this conversation and they meet up you know, at whatever little coffee shop or whatever. And, and she's digging into the shit. Haley said it too. I was like, damn, I wish I had She said, this good. This good. <laughs> and then when she turns around, I felt like to an extent, not only was it a di- I don't know if it was a directorial decision or if it was an actor's decision to keep, like, it had to have been because the lines were in there, right? Yeah. It needed to be that she was caught in this childlike moment, right? And I said, This uh is a grown man and a child. Haley, run. Setting the tone. He wiped that chocolate from her mouth and licked it off his finger. And I said, Nope. Nope. Mm -mm. There was some blatant flirtation that happened right in front of the cashier, and I said, "I'm like, give me a joke. See something, say something. See something, say something." Why you just in here letting? You know that's not his child. And because you know, so then um, I'm like, I started questioning. I said, "What grade is she in?" I assumed that she was 14 because of the AIM name when they were doing the text. I didn't know it was AIM, but when they were doing the ah. messaging, and then it confirmed. She said 14, she and I said, 14. "Oh, okay. Here we go. All right. So, a baby, no, yeah, yeah." And in conversation, she kind of mentions him being old enough to be her dad, and then she's all, "Up, oh, up." Or no, not yes. him being old enough to be her dad. They were having a conversation about because um, she goes to her dad's college classes to audit, and she was like, "Yes, he was, he was oh, do any of them hit on you?" And he's like, "No, they're old enough to be my dad, but not you." you and what's funny welcome. is that she's talking about the college students. 
the college students are old enough oh, to be her dad. But then Which college is what, 2021? Right. So they're even older. I mean, he's even older and she immediately realizes like, oh, you know, and has that whole thing. So then there's just been talking for three weeks. And then they meet up after three weeks, ma'am. I said this is that is absolutely appropriate. Not appropriate. I'm not appropriate. Appropriate for the time, because instant messaging and the way that people move now, three weeks is a long time. If you've been talking online, let's meet. You know what I mean? People do feel like let's meet up. Um, so I was just like, mm. she's letting you like, yeah, we've been talking and blah blah blah. And he called her impressive and said that she looked and acted older. And I said, yes. that's grooming. It is very much was. She's not done anything that's looked or acted older. She got caught with chocolate on her lips. No, she didn't. She's not doing anything older, sir. Well, she knew what a ganache was, and he didn't. I guess that's... And she, she said was, you need a lady of the world to... And I was like, ma'am, no, not Even him. Even that felt like grooming to me. Like, I felt like a photographer would know what a ganache is. I don't I know like- why. I don't know why that was the that was the correlation. There should be none. But in my mind, you are a person who watches things and takes pictures of things, and you, you probably know what get you probably get offered to go places and to get to experience new things, including new foods. Maybe your ass has had a motherfucking ganache, bitch. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, because he got on my nerves. He bought her a shirt, and he's like, I'll buy it, but, like, you got to model it for me. Conditions. Grooming. Grooming. Immediately. I just was like, bro, this is wild. And then they go in to the... She goes in to change, and she does that quick peekaboo, and I was like, what the fuck? Y'all are in a public place. And I said, I said, okay. Ma'am immediately i was like what the girl girl run right but i said they're in a public place did nobody else see this most bathrooms aren't around a corner like that i don't know where they were but i just was like did nobody else see this and he was like oh you gotta quit teasing me and i'm just like be the fucking adult be the adult so then he starts talking about how he you know she's like oh she's looking at the shirt she's like the nightlife this is when time ha- when shit happens. But of course, I'm like in my bed. Because yeah, babe, you've got a bedtime. You're 14. You're 14. And, and he's he, like, I have an MP3, a bootleg MP3. And because she said that she I missed the gold you. frap. She missed the gold frap concert because it was too late at night. And of course, he's like, oh, I went. So she's like, you'll send it to me. Like you're gonna find, a, you're gonna take a while sending that to me. And that little exchange, he's like, "Oh, good things are worth the wait." What have you waited for? I gotta wait four years for you, bitch. Which I'm grooming? Look at you, grooming. Talking about it in a way that makes it so that even that she wants to give it up, right? Like that is not. I don't like it. I don't like it. I was very like in a pros. So then he like. Starts making comments and t- calling her a little girl after he's called her mature, tells her she looks mm-hmm. mature. After all this thing, all of these things that he's played into kind of making her big in the head, he's deflating her by calling her a little girl and playing on her emotionally. Great. Yep. Very much so. 
So, but they have decided that they are going to go back to his place so that they can hear the Gold Frap concert or the, excuse me, the one song from the Gold Frap concert. Because like you mentioned, it was not the whole damn concert. He got a song bootleg on MP3 and she's like, I gotta have it. So they've decided they're going to go back to his place. He decided because she was really pushing and he could have been like, well, no, you're only 14. But I say they decided because she did push. She did push. But you're also an adult. You are very much. Be the adult. Like an adult, you could be like, no, to this child, that is not yours. True, but he was obviously, uh, I looked up the term. Hold on. It's an EP, hold on. I know the term. <laughs> I know what it is. Hold on. Because I she's, after like, she's not a age. pedophile. Yeah, she's not a pedophile. She he's. is 14. I mean, yeah, he's not a pedophile. Sorry. She is, no, but I think maybe because ephilophile. I don't know. Okay, hold on. Now I gotta look the proper way. My bad. Thank you. It is ephibophiliac. Ephibophiliac. E p h e b o p h i l i a c. Jeez. And that's a person who is primarily sexually interested in mid to late adolescence. So that's people who are 15 to 19. She is 14. So when a, an adult attracted to a 14 year old is a hep, hebophiliac, H E B E P H I L I A C, because they yeah. are attracted to people who are interested in pubescent children, the age of or when puberty is hitting for them. 11 to 14. That's where he was. And I said, the fact that there are ranges and it's because these people do have specific ranges that they would stick in, right? He's not going to search outside of, you know, whatever. So like you said, he should have been the adult, but here he is being himself a hebophiliac. Yeah. So So they go, we're in the elevator they go to his car and she's like, oh my God, you're so amazing. You got a car. Calm down. It's a two-door. A uh, number one. <laughs> number one. Maybe. I don't know. But I don't remember when Um, I don't remember when they came out. I don't remember when those little cars came out. Like the little countryman or whatever. Those, that fucking car. She was like, oh, it's awesome. I don't give a fuck. I need to get in the car. But before then, she had said something. He said something about um, worshiping her. And this is after they had some mild sexual tension look inside of the elevator. Um, yes. And he got and on the, his knees. And then he got on the knee. But did you notice where he was parked? Alone. He was alone. the only car up there. The only and I noticed car. that. I was like, excuse you. He. This was a strategic. I said, scheming he parked at the top of the parking lot at the top of the parking deck away from everybody else he was um there was no cameras up there because there was no nothing above him so Mm -hmm. very much so a scheme very much so and so, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, you want to call your sister? Tell her where you're at. Mm, maybe later. You be adult. 
make her call her sister, but no, you you wanted to have a chance with a fourteen year old. So they're driving, driving, and they are driving. But but I tell you, I didn't understand. I was like, why is that all spooky music and no talking? I was like, what's going on? Is somebody about to get hurt? And see, I didn't think of it as spooky music. I thought of it more as like, this is like the because he lives way way far away from the meeting place the meeting now mind you when they were instant messaging back and forth i do believe the meeting place is somewhere that she she suggested but the fact that he was willing to go that far i was like bruh that is you went a distance for some 14 year old girl that you've never met before that you do not know who was not your child who's not family you fucking gross ass man pervert we gonna call him pervert from now the fuck on because that's what it is these niggas these niggas is in the valley the mountains the hills the waters the volcanoes they are far the fuck away from the city yes and now they get to his house he got a nice pad and i'm like okay and she listening to that one little song and she's like he comes with a drink and she's like, I don't drink anything that I didn't mix myself. Because... And what was funny is that the way that she said it is, they teach us young things not to drink anything that we didn't mix ourselves. Always playing on the fact. So initially she was like, well, you know, 14, 14. She kept saying it. But then after he mm-hmm. made the little girl comment, she started making comments that were more um, playing into the fact that, yeah, I am a little girl. Yep. Yeah, little girl. She was trying to be mature. She was like, you need a woman of the world when she was talking about ganaches and things like that. And he was calling her mature. But after that, after he said, okay, little girl, okay, this and that, she said, okay. They teach us young things not to do that, right? And he mentions something about the fact that, like, she's talking about, like, you know, let me mix this drink. I'll make yeah. something better. She finds the myself. I'll do it myself. And he's like, you don't want to do that. Like, you're, you'll die, like, whatever. And she's like, I don't want to live to be an old age. Like, what the fuck? And she was like, what am I going to do, be 80? And he said, well, when you're 80, I'll be 98. And I said, y'all are 18 years apart. So you 18. were a walking, talking, licensed, probably having, able to buy cigarettes, able to vote, able to go and die in war as not a man, but 18 year old when she was born and nowhere That's... in your mind did, did you, you say that that was wrong? Did you think that this was not the thing to do? Nasty! And pervert, oh my god. And he was like, she was like, oh, but you'll you, you be useless to me. And that was funny to what me. What am I going to do with a 98-year-old? Boy, boy, she said, no thanks. That's old as fuck. I don't even want to be to 80. You think I want you at 98? Fuck you. You thought but I was then, killing you? <laughs> she said no. Okay, she said, I am not. So then they, he, as she was like making this drink or whatever, he goes and turns on some loud ass music. And I said, techno. And I was like, sir, uh-uh. what? Uh-uh. I said, scheming. Scheming. Mean. The fact that he had his studio in his house, that was weird. 
Uh huh. And she it. asked him, well, why? And she asked him, why are all these models on the wall? And she was like, he explained it's the studio. So when people come, they see the studio. And he goes and shows her his studio room. And he has all of these um, backdrops of different colors. And she calls him a big deal. And I started laughing, but not because it was funny, but because the 2022 of it all, everybody who wants to do some shit with like, social media or whatever has those backdrops and colors and whatever they're easily accessible now everybody has them mm-hmm. but in 2005 she was like you're a big fucking deal so i kind of laughed at that personally but it was not because it was funny yeah so she makes a drink she's pushing him to drink and she's like you see me drinking catch up buttercup stop being slow Oh, before that, they make a toast, and she said, Carpe Ominous. And I was like, yes. what? She was like, take it all. And I was like, okay. And they started talking about his job, and he's like, oh, I'm really alone with a model. But yeah, you need to keep up with me, because I'm drinking screwdrivers, and be the adult. Like, why are you sitting here trying to keep up with a 14-year-old trying to drink? And he downed and- his drink, because he's trying to keep up with a 14 14- year old so they're in conversation and she starts asking questions you ever slept with any of these models and he admits to sleeping with one and he says when we were both younger yeah i immediately questioned what the age difference even between them was because he was obviously in professional setting because underage models these models are underage and despite the fact that you guys were both younger, you were still the authority in the situation. So yes, literally it was your studio, you were the person in charge, your house. Yes. I'm assuming. Yes. All of this. Maybe it wasn't, but either way, you are yeah. still the authority. You're behind the camera, you're giving directive and, and narrative, like, you know. So I was just like, hmm, okay. So she's like, which one? And she comes across the picture and she's in like the bedroom. She's gorgeous. I'm, and he says, yeah. She ended up signing to Forbes actually after that shoot. And she's like, I know her. Yes. I've seen her before on covers. I said, do you, do you really? Okay. All right. So she is familiar. Before that, though, he was like, oh, he knows his, his rights. Like, he can't sleep with them. But he knows it's perfectly legal to photograph them. That to was photograph weird that you and what, do you it, what do you call it not foreshadowing but telegraphing telegraphing because but that's when they, they, they do too much though oh okay so maybe foreshadowing is when they give like tip 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 because I it think... was all about him understand he felt like he had been smarter than everyone and that line made me feel like you You've know what? It and planned before. This is not the scheming. first time. It's not the first time he is scheming. So she's just impressed. She is in in going on about her being impressed with him, right? Just about the proximity, whatever. But and did you notice he got so annoyed when she picked up Janelle's photo? He was so I, he was so annoyed. He was like. He didn't speak it, but it was all over his face. And the way that he tried to take it from her and position it back, and he was very much bothered by her touching that, right? So then she's like, so so sad. You know, I said, this 14-year-old is deep. Like, she is just like, so... She's just probably... 
what's up? And he immediately got snappy. She called yes. him lonely. She didn't even back down from the shit. She kind of was like, hmm, touch nerve. You're a lonely little bitch, ain't you? I said, damn, she foot on his neck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> funny. It was kind of funny. So she and is tipsy. She's like, uh, yeah. let's She's go. Like, Let's photograph, photograph me. And he's like, he, you can't model first because he's like, you gotta be able to open up. You gotta be nobody wants to see a weak model. You can't, you, you can't model. You think you, can, and... you think you could do it? It's not just being in there and doing this pose and stuff. No one wants to see this pose. And like she interrupts her middle of the rant. You okay? He's like, you know what? Let's let's do the thing. Let's do. The and thing. she's like, okay. And he's like. She runs out into the living room and he says, I make everyone shoot in my studio. And she says, not me, bub. Come on out here. And she jumps on his couch, Rick James style, shoes on and starts stripping. And I said, girl. And he is clearly intoxicated, but that really just showed she's playing the child though very well. She's a child. She is 14. Children are spontaneous and they are unpredictable. She's not talking about the fact that you brought a 14-year-old to your nice-ass house. Like you mentioned, nice-ass house. This is a plush house. You know for sure it's not going to be some, like, $1,200 couch. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying the house is probably going to result in you buying more expensive furniture. So now you got this 14-year-old dancing on your motherfucking couch, shoes on. Like, what? And now... The that was beautiful cinematography. The echoing, the warping, the the warped voices, and my dude just she she passes out, and I'm just like, I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, Jeff is overwhelmed. He is yelling, and my dude just knocks out. Next thing we know, Jeff is on the floor, and I'm like, okay. And I said, okay. I said, is he okay? But he was snapping at her the whole time that he was going down because he was unsure to know what was going on. And what cracked me up was him saying, I don't feel so good. Nigga, of course you don't. Of course you don't. You're fucking dying. Nah, you're not dying. You're not dying. I literally was like, oh shit, this nigga dying. And like immediate karma. Like he didn't even get to do shit. Strike him down. That wasn't it, right? That wasn't it. But when he way, comes to, he is tied up. Ah, and I was like, I immediately, she drugged him. Girl, she drugged him. Go, girl. Go, girl. Let's do this. And I'm like, girl, what's going on? So, well, honey, let me tell you, she said, you were just the way that she came into his motherfucking line of vision. <laughs> that shit. <laughs> The cinematography was so great. I, I loved it. it. The blur, the clear up of the eyes. Mm-hmm. I loved it. He was like, oh, oh, you playing, you playing. She was like, nah. This ain't funny. This ain't and I'm going to start freaking out. And I love it because Haley is in charge and she talking murder. She mentioned murder slightly. And my dude was like, nah, nah. No, no, no. He said, listen, uh, but what cracked me up is that he did not start freaking out for a while. I said, you are tired. He did it. He didn't see her 
this is a 14 year old. He is 18 plus her age. You're not a but, threat to me in the house. But you're actively tied to a chair. When did the, she freak out? She's just playing hard to get. He said, oh, you about to take control? Nasty. Pervert. So then he's like, he asked her, what the fuck are you doing? And she said, what the fuck am I doing? What the fuck are you doing? She went you living in off. the house with half-naked teenage girls on the goddamn walls. Nigga. I was like, she went Oh, Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. When I tell you she spit that hot fire and I was so for it, I said, boy, I see it. So then he started freaking out now. He said, oh, this he's, bitch is crazy. And he started screaming. That shit was funny because my girl went and was like, spray, spray, like a goddamn cat in his mouth. And- <laughs> Shut that ass up. That shit was funny. He said, next time is going to be beat. The threat. I said, boy. <laughs> Oh my god! Bad bitch, you gotta snap like it's poetry. She, bitch, oh oh. I know your name, Angel. I know these ones is on vacation. I know this one at work. You ain't getting out of this, and I'm like, what's going on? I'm just, oh, I'm just, I'm scheming. I said, oh, hold on. I said. Monitoring him. I said, "What the fuck?" And he said, "Have you been stalking me?" And the fact that he said it in a voice that had some offense to it, and she said, "Because immediately I was like, bitch," and it was a tip, right? And immediately she said, "Bitch, you've been following me." She said. She said, boy, I went to different chat rooms. I used different aliases. I gave different interests. But the minute I told you I was a little bit older than 14, you you ain't wanted. So again, these perverts, that's why there's a pedophile and a pedophile, a hepophilial, all these other ones, because I really cannot say them because they're not as familiar to me other than that one term, right? There's Mm -hmm. so many of them because she pointed out you did not want anyone else of another age. You didn't want someone who was maybe 12 or 15. You wanted that 14-year-old. You sought me out. You brought it to your doorstep, so I'm delivering. Goddamn dominoes. She caught his ass lying. She's like, oh, yeah, every time I mention some obscure band, you all of a sudden know all about it. After a few minutes, like you didn't do with the shit. Grooming. I'm just trying to impress you. I said, what? You want to deserve to be tied up and tortured? The distortion between their faces, the zoom in, the eyes, yes, the lips, the pupils, the sweat. Oh, man. I don't know how many times they shot this. I don't know that how was they. Thank you, David Slade. Thank you, you Elliot Page. Thank, Thank you, pervert you. playing man, because Jeff Culver was the pervert. The actual man is Patrick Wilson. Yes. Y'all did that. <laughs> Y'all did that. Oh, my gosh. So but then, my baby was like, I ain't, I ain't designed to be tied up and tortured. Haley was like, you ain't being tortured. Yeah, bitch, you think being tied up is bad? How about, how about shut the fuck up? So, yes. I said, yeah. 
Yeah. The way they kept playing on the words and the lifestyle, she kept saying 14, 14, and describing 14-year-old actions and 14-year-old thoughts. Someone that just got their first period, the fact that you prey on them. And writing your voice changes when you get it behind cameras. And he's like, you know what? He's like, like, my voice, my voice changed because no, bitch, your voice changed because all of a sudden that, that remembering that they may not be able to be touched, but you can lust for them as long as you're behind the camera comes into play. And she heard it and clocked you. You ain't low, you dirty bitch. And he's like, I'm decent. I'm I'm a good guy. And she's like, Yeah, you don't piss where you live. That's work I'm play. That's and it. I was like, and she said, My Duh. God. So that's when I said, she said, uh, there was a comment that he made. And she said, Who? The pedophiles? And we're oh, clean off. She was like, Oh, you were coming on to me. That's what pedophiles always say. Bitch. Like I said, a 14 year old. She clocked him him in red and she said just because a girl knows how to imitate a woman does not mean she's ready to do what a woman does. The writer snapped. When I tell you what, read them to motherfucking filth because these bitches need to be the eunuchs of the world. Maybe I don't believe in prison, but I believe in cutting off a motherfucker's genitalia so they can't use it no more because you cannot lead With your genitalia, if your mind is telling your genitalia to what piece, what you trying to say? But I feel you. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying, no, I'm not even saying anything about that. What I'm saying is, I don't believe in in prison for peta for people. For I don't like you know what I'm saying. If I'm an abolitionist, how can I say? How can I say that? But when she said, but when she said. A woman can't do those things. Take away the sex of it, right? Take away, take away the sex of it. That's what my mind said. Yeah, because you're thinking with your dick as if this is a woman because she's playing like a woman. Stop thinking with your dick. Stop that. You know what I it's, mean? See, I believe in restoration, but my dude wasn't even trying to... You was actively going after... 14 year old, like you have done and this she, previous times before with no And that's what I was going to say. Like, she confirmed. Could be restored. She confirmed that he had done it before. And it's like, if I cut off his penis and he does get restored, I can't put it back on. But do you deserve? I don't know. You can't, you can't, you know? So anyways, she's challenging Jeff's behavior and everything that he's done and everything that she can clock that he's done. And I loved it. I loved Um, it. I loved that as much as he started, like he got to a point where he was kind of pleading and he was like, just let me go, like, whatever. And she said, bitch, I'll leave when I'm good and goddamn ready. I'm going to call two cabs. One to leave, one for me to leave and one to tie you loose. But I will decide when I do that because I am in charge. And then she rolled his ass to the motherfucking bedroom with her and said, shut the fuck up and started looking through his shit. And I said, this is funny. It was she so funny. Me. My girl was like, I'm going to find this evidence because I know There's you're something. a filthy motherfucker. She There's said, you something. just, it's something about you. He, he swears. He's like, "Oh, I'm an environmentalist. I've shot. You can go and check the the cabinet in the kitchen. You can see all the photos, bitch." And 
She said, I don't care about none of that. She How said, you're supposed to be a good like, guy because you take a goddamn picture of a bald eagle on a goddamn mountain outside yeah. of all these other fucking things that you also do. Fuck you. So she said, yeah. no. No. Those pictures wasn't important enough for you to hang, but you got these 14 year olds on the goddamn Right. Bar. Right. Kept calling him out. Hey, so then man. he's like, Why, are you just really going to go through all of my stuff? And she was like, nothing is your own when you invite a 14 year old into your home, which is something to remember. Because whether it be my cousins or somebody's, like, I don't know why I would have some other 14. But you know, when, when a 14 year old is in your home, they are all in your shit. They are all in. Uh, they be touching shit they be doing they just want to see they want to know please stop touching shit and his house again (laughs) like you said was super nice this damn near a museum and she in here touching shit so you know he was perturbed there's nothing nothing was out of place his house was spotless and clean but what you saw were these displays of young ass girls you know Mm -hmm. he was perturbed he was pissed off but my girl found some letters from first girlfriend, Janelle. And Janelle. I was like, why you kept them letters? One, is I it because that was your first victim? Because I I really do question their age difference. Like, was this, this was not consensual, but if you were the photographer, there was a power dynamic in it. Exactly. Even if it was a, even if it was an of age relationship, there was a power dynamic in place. And then the fact that he said he kept them to remind himself what a bitch Janelle was. I said, again, what was the power dynamic? What was the age difference? How are you calling this child a bitch? Because your feelings was hurt. That. Grow up. Please. And even if y'all were the same age at that time. You still holding on to whatever she did at her young age? At that young age, when you guys were... Right. When you guys were both younger, how many years removed is this, right? So then she starts reading, and the Dear Jeffs are actually goodbyes. They are severing ties. Listen. He's like, I don't want to fuck with you no more. Man, fuck you, nigga. I'm a bit nicer. And... She made an equation. She said, ah, so the reason you got stuck on this age range is because that's when Janelle came and gone out of your life. Is that what this is? Ah, and I, I said, hmm, I think that kind of, she was like, I see this. I see this. Connecting the dots. Yeah. So she said, all right. And the psychological reach, she just was like, bruh, you are fucked. Very much. You so are. So then she goes, She's like, I know you're filthy. Let me check your emails. And it's weird. You got downloaded photos that's not on your computer. I said, she understands computers so well. I don't even know how to see that type of stuff. (laughs) And she's 14. It has like the little line across it. (laughs) Does it? I just was like, something, and then if you remove it from your desktop, it'll have like a little line and be like, this file is not on the computer no more. Is that an Apple thing? Because I feel like on PC, I use that on this Microsoft Edge. That is so funny that I don't be paying attention to that. Like, what? No, I keep so many files that I just be accidentally deleting them, and I'll be like, oh, let me get that from the cycling. 
That is funny. She said she looked through that computer, was trying to find the pictures. She went through the whole house. She said, I didn't find no porn. I feel like she went through his internet search history. She was She thorough. definitely did. She, she knew was that she, you had those pictures somewhere because you downloaded it on your computer. She knows you got something. So, my Jeff Swift. And he is, I mean, and they oh. go to his eyes and his pupils are big, and they go to her lips when she's like, she's emphasizing something and she's like, I want you to see. I said, this cinematography is great. I it loved gorgeous. it. And Man. So then she said, she said, wait, 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 wait. Before then she said, I started thinking, are the pictures on your wall, your porn? And she said, but these ones, everybody could see them. You wouldn't be jacking off to things that everyone could see. You got to have some that you keep just for you. Just for you. Mm -hmm. And then she goes on a terror. This house, cause I don't pay for it. And baby, the rapid movements of the camera, the frenzy of the like the shaking of it, I it was that so wonderfully shot. I love that. It was so that. wonderfully shot. Um, literally, he started hyperventilating while she was searching, and I was like, "This nigga." I mean, he's trying to get out. Also, he's yeah. you know, he's doing what he should be doing in a hostage situation because this pedophile, this pedophile, is a hostage. Um, and he about to get exposed, and he's like, "I gotta, I gotta get out." So this fourteen-year-old doesn't expose me. That's it. And she finds a gun. That's it. She found a gun, and I was like, "Why would you need a gun as a photographer that lives alone?" As a photographer who has fourteen-year-old girls coming to his home studio, you are not the environmentalist photographer that you, you know what I'm saying, needs to have a rifle to keep and scare away bears, not to shoot them, just to scare them away or whatever. You're not that. Yeah. So, what do you have this gun for, sir? That was weird. And I said, "Oh shit, he's trying to escape because she is destroying everything while he's look while she's looking." And then finally, she's like running rapid, and she stops because he has this very interesting art piece or whatever in the middle of his entryway. It's not running uh, water; it's just rocks, rocks. just and black just... stones on a raised bed. And she yeah. was running past, and she stopped and looked at that bitch. She almost whipped back, like. You know, I've been running past this motherfucker here. This is, let's see. Started kicking at him and look what she found. Show enough. Show enough. And the way that that motherfucking pause came to him when he heard those rocks move, he stopped hyperventilating. Man, just that camera, like, that pan. I loved it. He was nervous and then she said oh bitch and rolls him out hey 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 i see i have found something what's up and like, he says what's the combo jeff and he's all you try to find it since you know everything and you so smart with all your degree you you got <laughs> since you so smart all your degrees i can't wait to watch yeah. listen and then he tried to reverse <laughs> psychology and she said, he said, so why are you fucking with me? Your mom and dad don't like you or something. And she was like, like your parents are going to be, you can't keep this up. Your parents going to be looking for you. She's like, wrong again, Jeffo. <laughs> okay. 
Mm-hmm. Like, why are you here? You need attention. They don't like you. came to me online. You, you know. Your older sister gets audible attention, and you need an outlet for your anger. And the way she played that role. I said, boy, you thought she was behind that wall. Baby. I said, she, she said, she said, I know you fucking thought. I know you did. I mean, he was so deflated when he figured out that she was not actually playing into his bullshit. Boy. Beautiful. And my girl's smart. So she was like, oh, let me try Janine's birthday. But this is when she tried. Wait, wait, wait. Because she tried multiple things. She played around. She was like, uh, uh, uh. She is. But the thing is, he said, oh, you, your math, you know, you're smart at math. This is going to take what? A month? A week. If you try, you know, it's going to take some extended amount of time. And this bitch looked at him. Sorry. It's, it's bitch in the baddest way, Elliot. I mean it. That bitch looked at him <laughs> and said, now what if I tried Janelle's birthday? She was fucking smart she said your instant messaging name is is, is that date the date on the back of the picture was that is it her birthday was that the first day you fucked was that the day that you loved her what i'm gonna try this date what year was it jeff baby she, she oh he was sweating he said, the now <gasps> he was trying to get out he kept egging her on. She immediately figured it out. And I said, ah, ha, ha, ha. Fuck you, Jeff. Because now it's open. And immediately, I appreciated that the directorial decision not to show, show or, the or to scroll past it fast or anything. What you saw yes. was the reaction in her eyes. It wasn't the rest of her face. It was focused on her eyes and the way that her eyes went back in shock and horror. And then zoomed out to her face and she turned to him and said, Oh my fucking God. And he just disgusting crying. bitch. And he starts Ugh. crying. That one little tear out of your eye. You think I give a fuck? I said, stab I him through don't. the fucking stab him through the eyeball and leave him, girl. Wipe down everything. Make sure you don't get caught. Stab him through the eyeball and sprinkle the pictures around him. Nah, I she hate it. I hated her. I said, fuck you, Jeff. Fuck you, Jeff. She she found the picture. She was like, why does this one girl have her clothes on? And is she just one? Just one. Who is this? And why is she so special? Yeah. What's up with her? What's up? So she kind of got her her guard down a little bit because Jeff kicked the fuck out of her. Into the table and immediately goes for the gun in the bedroom, which is And I said, why for the gun? Why for the gun? You're still tied up. Because you can't aim like that. Can you aim like that, Jeff? Have you practiced and been at the range tied up? You are tied up with your hands behind you, Jeff. Can you shoot like that, Jeff? You're tied to a chair, Jeff. He was going to try because I don't think it was behind his. No, it was behind his back. I don't know because he was tied behind his back. And so he goes back to the highway, hallway, and she's gone. Like Houdini disappeared. I mean, and his gun goes off, and my, my, I was like, clean, wrap, strangle. I was so excited. 
You said what? <laughs> clean wrap strangle, because that's exactly what she was doing. Strangling so his ass with the clean wrap. But I literally was like, okay, I get that his neighbors, she said that she had done this so that the neighbors were not there. But I was like, somebody gunshots echo in the valley. They do. Did nobody, I said nobody called the cops. So you're not only in a very remote area, but you're in a remote area where white people like to shoot. Okay. Oh, yes. All right. Cause for alarm for anybody, basically. Yes. So then when she, she, he's fighting hard. Don't get me wrong. He is absolutely trying to get out. He's slamming her into the wall with that chair. He's trying his hardest. And she just that cling wrap and got him and then she made sure to give him a little passageway checked his pulse and then she reacted to her own pain i said oh motherfucking I bitch thought she had killed his ass i was like no. i wanted i wanted him to die multiple ways multiple yes. times throughout this whole thing that was not one of them i wanted him to be able to be tortured a little bit because now we've just found it We've just yeah. found it. You can't die yet. We just I, found all your dirt. I was just like, damn, fam, hide the body. We didn't kill them. But you know what? My whole thing was as long as you wipe everything down, Haley. I you just did. Like, yeah. Like, the, you your friend, as lo- and even if she never wipes anything down, as long as she never gets arrested for the rest of her life, she's in the clear. Because if they don't have yeah. your goddamn fingerprints, it's not an apis and you can get away. Bitch, we don't condone. I was gonna say not that I've committed <laughs> crimes, and even if I did commit crimes, nigga, my fingerprints are in Aphis. So, <laughs> but literally, um, she is upset with herself for having that moment that she had that she was even able to get caught and get hurt, and she has a little meltdown okay. about it. She I she was upset that she killed the nigga because my afterwards when I saw him on the table I was like that nigga ain't dead no. <laughs> She checked his post. I thought she could see. And because I've already seen the movie, I definitely thought that she was mad at herself for even letting him get that close. I felt like she had a plan. Again, scheming. She knew what she was yeah. doing. She had an A through Z and he presented Che, like the Spanish app. You know what I mean? Like she was like, now this is a valid letter, but I don't know what this is. You know what I'm saying? Like she just got presented with something that she wasn't ready to, to know. So when he comes to, he is now tied up on some type of table. I don't know how she got this nigga up there, but she is strong. She is moving. Um, <laughs> She's moving fast. And, and he is naked. Ice pack on his genitals. I'm like, what? I said, uh, she's on my shit. Mm-hmm. She's on my shit. The first time I saw this, I said, she's going to be tied his do. dick. I, I literally, literally thought she did it already. I, I thought like, she had done it. Keeks, you and me both. The first time I saw this movie, I said she cut his fucking dick off and then she ran. And I was so excited. I said, now what is the I rest read. of the movie going to be if she cut his dick off and ran? And I thought, Lorena Bobbitt, she about to toss it in the fucking uh, valley, not on the road where it can be found, in the valley because you don't deserve a dick because you're gross. Yeah. That's but that nigga, it's not. <laughs> I've been, I've been disappointed, but we find out who the clothed girl is. It's Donna. Donna it's Mauer. Donna. And, and she Donna, Mauer, Donna Mauer is actually on the poster 
and she was on a missing post a missing poster at the coffee shop that they met at. She was her she was featured really quickly. Yes. So she's like, okay, so this is Donna Maurer. I know her. And he admits to meeting her at the coffee shop and she's like, duh, bitch. You have a picture. I never brought her home. Um, and he's I like, I didn't do anything. Coffee. You see her, she's alive and smiling and happy in this picture. I didn't do anything to her. So I said, mm, okay. But after that, he was like, I'm not a monster you think I am, but I crossed the line. And Which, I said, what is a monster? You're treating your, she said, you have an extensive collection of kitty porn. That's how she described it. And you are describing it as a line being crossed. Crossed. A line being crossed is when you tell somebody something about themselves that they can't fix within three seconds and you did it to be intentionally mean in front of other people. You crossed a line. A line is being crossed when you are coloring and that solid one that tells you this is the end of this image and the beginning of another part and you draw over it. That is a line being crossed. What you a line did, being crossed is a mistake. You didn't do this mistakenly. Let's talk about it. You, you did this repetitively. Look, you did that's it with repetitive behavior, sir. Decision and with and with research to know how you could, because again, you could lust on them as long as you were behind the camera, right? Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Fuck you, Jeff. So when I thought that his penis was gone, I was hyped. But when he came to and he was on that table and he wasn't gone, all of it was complete and he just was awake. And even more so, you thought she was fucked up when he was tied up to a goddamn chair. It's going down, Jeff. It's going down. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? Just call the cops. I'll turn myself in. She's like, that's not enough for me. She was in scrubs. She was ready. She said the book that he had pointed out in her bag earlier turns out is a big ass medical book. She said, we doing preventative maintenance. I said, bitch, we cutting off his dick. And she said, castration. I said, oh, we cutting off balls. I was so excited. I was so excited. It's lit. lit. She had to shave him, but she was emailing Janelle and she was like, Oh, I just want to know. He seems like he's in love with you. Well, here's the thing. She made, there was multiple comments that she made that were still like flirting in his direction. The the things that he kind of must have been quote unquote attracted to when they were talking on the phone and the things that she, so she was like, you know, this isn't about a size thing, though I must admit you are nice. She's 14. The writers were out of pocket for that. There didn't need to be that type of engagement or interaction between them anymore because she is proving to him that his actions have consequences. She just was the catalyst. She was the executioner Mm -hmm. of these consequences. She did not need to play into him in any way anymore. She got him where she wanted him. She didn't need to, she didn't need to acknowledge the size of his genitalia that line made me in a like it made me uncomfortable in the movie i don't know how how old elliot was when he played the movie i don't know but i feel like that is it was inappropriate it just was inappropriate so in a in a way that i was like uh, yeah so yeah um she put the ice back on because she was like we need to numb you and she says, well, what should we talk about while we wait? And that's when she gets to emailing uh, Janelle. And she writes the whole thing. She's just like laying it out. Hey, girl. 
got this guy mentions her age multiple times. She mentioned yeah. Donna Maurer. She sent photos from hopefully the, and I assumed it was the ones that she found in the safe. And then she was mm-hmm. like, silly me. I don't know how to open these files. Can you tell me what they are? Are they of you or are they of Donna? They're actually probably uh, of Kitty. Other victims, yeah. So other victims. Let me stop calling it that. Of other of other children that he's victimized. So now he's getting caught up in multiple ways because even if nothing happens, if she walks away right now, you have that email sent out from your shit. She is saying that this is in your possession, and they got to come find you, and you're just gonna be strapped to a fucking table if they come. So I said, all right. <laughs> There's multiple chances she had to stop, and I love that she didn't. I love that I, even when I he threatened her, it. when he said you don't, when he threatened her, she didn't stop. When Man, he begged her, she didn't stop. Bogus. Reverse like, psychology. I was like, especially when you're wedding night, when you get married, I was like, I will. Reverse psychology. She didn't stop. Party. stop. Okay, he tried to play on her mental, and she said. Nah, I told you four out of five psychologists would say I was crazy. And this is yes. where I'm proving it to you. She said, I don't give a fuck about none of what you're doing. And he I said, you, you don't want to do you. this. Please don't castrate me. Da-da-da-da-da. And he's like trying to convince her. And she said, wow, how gracious of you to say that I would want to not castrate you for my benefit. Aww. She, she ain't playing with at all. She said, now imagine if every time you downloaded or took one of these pictures, the child that you were victimizing sat next to you and said, don't. And did you notice that every time she said don't, there was a click. Boom. That was her attaching photos to that email. Don't. Click. It was like 15 photos. Wow. Just attaching. She was like, stop, Jeff. Click. Don't do it, Jeff. Click. That shit Woo. I mean, this movie, it was so great. So then I I just, I loved it. So then she was like, all right. And she's like, and he's like, well, listen, I mean, what you trying to do? You really about to do this? And she's like, yeah, castration is easy. Number one, I got the book. Number two, they be doing it on the farms all the time. And he's like, I'm not an animal. And she's like, aren't you? I love that she compared him to livestock because that's basically what you are. So great. I love uh, it. I love it. She starts screaming for help again and she sprays him. And I was like, is it bleach? Because you promised. promised. He, coughed. he coughed real hard. He coughed real hard. He did. Um, he did. And then he's all, does your mom know that you go around cutting men's balls off? And she made it seem like, oh yeah, she probably went mine. And he was like, oh, Nature. She was. She goes to nature versus nurture. Was I born a vindictive little bitch, or, or did society, society make me that way? And I want to use that as a tagline for my head. If I was to be buried, I'd be like, that would be on my headstone. Was I born a vindictive little bitch, or did society make me this way? Unfortunately for you, bitches, I'm being cremated, so you won't get the pleasure. <laughs> yes. And she was like, you know what? I still struggle with that. And I don't know. Like, there's money in the safe. You can take the camera equipment, whatever you want. Just let me keep my ball. She's like, I'm definitely going Taking to steal from you. Your balls. Like, I'm definitely going to do what I'm here to do. So this is actually the part. This is actually the part where she shaves him and talks and makes the comment about his size. No, no, no. She did make the size comment before, but this is when she shaves him. And she's like, oh, Elliot was 18 at this in this world. 
Okay. Born eighty-seven. So that nigga, damn near that's my age. Damn, Elliot. Okay, didn't know. I didn't know. My bad. But yeah, that's my age. Um, his breathing. He was so breathy. He was. <laughs> he was so he played the fuck <laughs> out of that role. Scaredness. I loved it. When I. Oh. She gave him that little break, and he's screaming the snot that came flying out of his face. I said, yes. "Let me, let me find out that Patrick Wilson is the white is the the white man's Viola Davis. Let me find out." Broadway, baby. That Broadway acting. I said, oh, shit. This man here acted his ass off. They did a wonderful job at this movie. But immediately I said, now why is your ass up on this goddamn roof? Yeah, because she's sterilizing with vodka and was like, you ain't numb enough. And I was like... And then she went on the roof. I said, all right. And that little... Similar, you can see somebody clipping roses. It's looking and at just like, on the roof. Hmm. Okay, but my dude in there, he's struggling. He's just table moving, jumping, trying to get he's to that trying. phone. And then she gets back and she says, <laughs> "Impressive." I actually walked away because I wanted to see how far you'd get. And bitch, look at you. <laughs> I really thought you can you would only move a few inches, but hey. You got some fucking feet on you, boy. Determination. I laughed so hard. I laughed. And she he said, just kill me. And she said, No. What fun would that be? But close. But close. 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 We're gonna take these balls. And she said, Okay, I'm setting up a camera because I want you to watch. And I said, Damn, he's about to watch his own surgery with no anesthesia. Yes, I, I mean, mean he's, he's numb. I say you're fine. I don't know how how numb balls would get with ice. Is that enough? It's blue balls. Oh, uh, no, um. I'm kidding. I don't know. Yeah, that that's not what blue no. balls is. It is, but you know, that's not what that means. But I was but like, I was my, I was gonna let you have it. They was talking about Aunt Denise and his cousin. Who would jump out of the tub? He was ten at the time, and would tickle him at. And playing prune attack, which I said, and I I said, he knew at that young age that it was inappropriate. He knew then the punishment did not fit the crime, the punishment was abuse. Okay, he said, Andres held his naked bum over a hot eye. So let's say, and so this made me think it was an electric stove because it wasn't flame, it was the circle eye thing. So an electric stove, but you can still feel it. Penis. Oh, see, I and I thought this is the thing. If it was just his penis, how did she hold him over there? Either way, if it was his bum, she lifted him up and grabbed because he felt the dirt on her hand, and I don't know why I thought she just. And see, I thought that I thought that was on his bum, but either way, I said Aunt uh, Denise was strong as the fuck. She picked up this ten-year-old and held him over five. You know, it was abuse. It was abuse. Huh? Four eleven, four ten. They're small enough. I guess. I Either way, I'm not exactly. I'm not picking up. A, I can't pick up a ten year old and and hold them over something like that at like chest level. So for me, it was just like she's strong as fuck. She's doing her thing. But she was an abuser. He's a deviant. That child was a victim. Yeah. 
bottom line, right? And Haley, he's telling this story, and Haley is unfucking phased. Yeah, she's like, let me put on these gloves. And he's like, I'll help you pay for therapy. And she she said, begging at this point, I'll confess, I'll leave. My dude is crying, whatever you want. I'll tell the cops I did anything. Just do not take my balls. Just and she's like, up. she's like, okay, I didn't send that email, but I can send it now and I can leave. How about that? And I'm just like, the way my dude is yelling, please, please, why you don't want that email sent? This email right. to this right. flame, this first flame or this first victim of yours mm-hmm. is just so damning to you. It was, I'm you telling would rather you. have your boss castrated. It was the attachment. It was the attachments uh, of the pictures. He didn't want that sent because every don't was an attachment of the picture. She was sending those pictures to Janelle. And he said, please fucking no. And she said, mm, I don't give a fuck. And then she said, listen, all this back and forth got to stop. Stop moving because when I get to surgery, if you move, I can hit the artery. And that's an important one that'll help you bleed out. Stop. And then what? Keep and then what? Stay still. So the way he cried was funny. I left my ass I, off. I thought that them tears were beautiful. Do they more of them. More white tears like that. It was great. She more male tears. She literally started getting to it and the camera did a pan and in the back you saw the screen that he was looking at, but it was blurred and you just saw reddish things and then yeah. it moved past it. Beautiful shot. They didn't gross you out. He didn't, he didn't overt, he didn't do anything overt. It was perfectly done. Cause I was like, bitch, am I about to see a fucking castration surgery? No. It was very subtle. It was and because like you could literally see, oh, somebody's doing surgery down there, but you really couldn't yeah. see what the hell was going on. And then from and that like shot, that. you zoom into the sweat on his face. You see her concentrate and she talking through it. He's like, just stop, just do one ball. And she's like, no, plenty of people live life with one ball. Who why the fuck do you get to live life with one? And that's just not enough punishment for me. Fuck you, I'm taking both. Yeah, you'll be cricket. Why would I do that to you? Why would I do that? So then she gets the second one out. The triumphant music made me laugh. I'm not going to lie. The way she was like, oh, this would have been easier if I had a nurse. But my friend, she got a little itch when I asked her about it. That shit was funny. I started cracking up. Ski men. She wasn't playing. She knew what she, she was doing. On. She knew how she wanted uh-huh. to get this done. So I said, all right. So then he finished up the Aunt Denise story because at this point it doesn't matter. He knows his balls are going to be gone. And he's talking yeah. about how he saw Lenny at Aunt Denise's funeral and Lenny had no idea who he would he was talking about because he had never seen her past that point. So whatever childhood memories that she would have had stayed in the childhood and then adult her erased them because she was also a victim and it was inappropriate. So even if, you know what I'm saying? She didn't remember it at the funeral. See, I didn't know if, cause he said Lenny didn't remember, didn't believe what his mom, what Aunt Denise did to him. So I don't know if she would, the way I took it was she remembered him probably as a as a being there see for me I took it as he was maybe there in in her memory but like why would my mom do that to you what are you talking about 
Mm, I feel you know like I, mean? I, I don't know why I thought it was like she remembered him as an abuser, but I still don't believe anything you say because you were an abuser. You were a fucking weirdo. And I, I think the reason I didn't think that is because why would I talk to my abuser even at my mom's funeral? Get the fuck out of my face. Right? Well, he but saw that's not that. Her. He showed up. I can't control him. He showed up to my mom and dad's funeral. I, it's not like an invitation. It is probably like an it invitation. Is, I don't they know. send out invitations. You know? So. It was Your mom was surgery. like, respectability politics, go honor your dead aunt. But mom came and picked him up from auntie's house. So maybe mom's dead, auntie's dead, anybody who could have verified it, but like, you don't need to go there because you know what the fuck you did has gone and passed. Maybe yeah. he went specifically to talk to Lenny and say, did you know your mom did this to me? And she was like, I don't believe you because why would my mom do that to you? Guy. And he's not mm. going to say, oh, because I wasn't appropriate with you because you were always a deviant, Jeff. And you can't admit that. You can't. So I don't, I I do think that there was some possibility that maybe she did block him out as an abuser. But but see how my mind keeps saying blocking him out? In my mind, there's no memory of her. I mean, of, of him at in that way for her. So I don't know. I can see where you're coming from, though. Yeah. I, I like how ambiguous that they left that then. I kind of yeah, I like that too. It's a it's another thing that I like about this movie. He did that, and she still didn't give a fuck. She responded with, "Anyways, you want your balls?" No, uh, I, I guess I can. And they were in a cup. My girl wasn't playing. She wasn't. She said she went to the sliding glass door and said, "No, because we wouldn't want any like squirrels or anything to get these and think they were a delicious treat. These are disgusting, nasty pervert balls." We can't the conservationist you. Yeah, I can't do that. So then she's <laughs> like, oh, we can put them down the garbage disposal and then legit put them bitches down the garbage disposal. I said, yeah, I like her. <laughs> I like her. So then she comes up and he's still like, I didn't do anything to Donna. He's still sticking by that. She's trying to she's give like, him hydration. Girl, girl it don't girl matter. Said, girl, it don't matter. Your balls gone now, girl. Why? Why? And I, the way she psychologically played with him, and she was like, oh, why are you being so nice? You're pitiful. Everybody's going to know. You cannot hide this for long. Everybody is going to know that you have no balls and wait till they get back to Janelle. And then the way that she described life in different aspects, not just here, but there and everywhere. You are going to think that they know about this. And that's what she said. I just smile inside when I think about that. She was like, yeah. I, yeah. I like this one. Yeah. So then <laughs> literally uh, he threatened her and was like, I'm going to find you. And she said, bitch, you may not want to threaten me when and- you still tied down. She said, I could kill you right now, but that would be too easy. That's but too much. Anyway, let me go get this shower I said I was going to get. Cause he, said, and he said, no, bitch, because I'm going to find you and I'm going to kill you. And she said, uh, how you going to find me? And he's like, because your parents did. And she said, oh, you believe that? Oh. Scheming. So then when she was like, yeah, bro, I'm about to go take this shower. I don't give a fuck about nothing that you talk about. I'm going to take the shower, then I'm going to get out your hair. That's a little bit later, but I'm going to bring it up again. No, you good. Oh, you're right. My bad. My bad. 
So he he literally she goes to take the shower. She quote takes the shower. He manages. He is pull, pull, pull. And I said, is this also huh? Cause then he gets the gun. First yeah, he goes for the phone. He goes for the phone. Tries to call nine one one. Well no, he says I'm all here, which I was like, so she didn't cut off the balls. Disappointing. Disappointing, but he goes for the phone and he's like nine one one didn't hit sin and he's like you know what I'll take it into my own fucking hands get that looking for revenge like Drake and he goes to the step to the shower to stab her ass and the way she came up from behind his ass with that taser bitch I loved it I loved it I loved it and then I said can you tase somebody in water that's what I said. And you're supposed to be dead. How do you taste somebody in water and they don't die? The thing is, it was a little confusing. I will say that because, like, literally, it was he was getting tased. The next scene was he had his like the taser was away from him. He was was fighting, and and they were fight. He she tased him, and he fell because he stabbed through the. He opened the shower curtain, tried to stab, not there, right? So he's like, ah, takes off guard, and she rushed him, and she tased him, and he falls in. When they fall, there's a fall where she kind of goes off balance to water, shower, curtain, water. Uh-huh. All that stuff. I was like, and she's like no trying sense. to get in there in his arms. And that's another thing that I liked about it. The struggle wasn't something that you necessarily saw too much physical. It was camera movement and you being able to it catch was. pieces. So awesome. So he so. is in there. And I said, okay, so he did. No, nah, this nigga ain't dead. She moving the group. And I and said, she- well, did she leave him? Did she get him out the bathtub? No. <laughs> she left. Like, you know, I gotta clean up. <laughs> she started cleaning up, and every time she walked past him as she was she doing her Molly the Maid shit, lean down, zap him a little bit more. That shit was that so shit was funny. Because remember, he was still calling with the scalper, and she was like, I'm tired of your ass. Don't you see me cleaning? Listen, she's a pop. Lighting his ass up. So then she's setting up things. She's cleaning up. She's and I said, "Oh, she's setting it up for him to look. She about to murder him said, this time." She said, "Give me that damn scalpel as well." But no, she said, "Bitch, I'm so tired of you. Give me this." Oh, she was funny. Oh my god, she was so but over no, him. She's going. What's going on? Because she's just putting things back in order. She's calling a friend to catch up on him. I'm I'm going to be done earlier than I hey thought. Girl. You know. Oh my god. She has thrown a fucking noose over the rafter. She has written a suicide note. She has has called somebody impersonating being a sheriff. Lieutenant. A lieutenant. I was like, girl, what's going on? What's going on? I said, and that the transitions in the scenes is what had me like, what's going on? They were they were so great though. There was so much there was so much of a time elapse with those camera shots. You knew what was happening. She finished cleaning. Yes. She was setting up. She was setting up for her afternoon because she knew she was going to be goddamn successful. Like, yeah. it just was how much time has passed. We don't know. Nice. Things are we moving. Know. It was nice. It is. So, that and was then, nice. And I was like, untie his hands. It's going to look staged. But she had him up there. And she, and she <laughs> said, I said, now what the fuck? Is she up there talking to him? And she said, all right, guys, this is, this is where we end. This is us. You're about to die. And someone rings the doorbell. 
like, this is the grand finale, ma'am. Why you, who is at the door? And immediately was, they both, that? they both were shocked. And the fact that he didn't immediately start screaming, he was like, <gasps> like they both re- looked at the doorbell, <gasps> looked at each other. And then he, ah, which gave her enough time to grab that he tape. Said, Shut the fuck up. Like, I was, that was funny. And she said, Shut up. Up. And the goddamn door looking for Jeff. And here because goes Sandra. Oh, here goes Sandra. Oh. She needed a baby. Well, she was looking originally because she had his cookies. but Because they she, kept trying to catch him at the house and he was never there. And I said, okay, so is this because he is a freelance photographer and he's out? No, because he shoots the same type of content at his house all the time. So where have the fuck you been, Jeff? They don't answer but that. But he ordered Girl Scout cookies, that's weird. From, from her daughter. daughter. Yes. And Girl Scouts go up until like 17. So there's no telling yes. what age the daughter is. What we know yeah. is that she is an underage just... girl. Yes. I didn't so, like it. I didn't like don't that. like it. Don't like it. Fucking uh, pervert. She's nosy. She's like, oh, um, do you babysit? I have a daughter. She was babysitting age. She was, I need to be ah. babysat. Left alone age. Because Thank you for that. Like, she needs I need a babysitter. A babysitter. So and she's like, well, I'm not gonna be here for very long. And she's like, oh, well, okay, well, if you change, but she's like, but I do need to get paid. And Haley was like, oh, hold on, and went and took the money from his pocket, which I loved. Them cookies were six dollars. I remember back when girls in the got day. So cheap. Oh my god. I think boxes. they're. I think they're only like four dollars or four fifty now, but still. They were like, I remember when they were like two fifty or something like that. Two. I I don't remember something. them being. Maybe, maybe two fifty. They were like so cheap, dirt cheap. Oh my god! But they only had limited flavors, and the Girl Scouts said, "Well, we upped our flavor count, so we had to up the charge amount." I don't believe that because the way y'all got me, <laughs> I don't even get a whole row no more. I go to the store. So funny. <laughs> so then we have um, she gets she gets. Miss Judy, the neighbor away. She gets her away, but not necessarily before providing some suspicion. She's like, well, why were you on the roof? And she's like, what? And she's like, pause. She was like, girl, what? Yeah, I saw saw you on the roof. And she's like, oh, we thought we had a leak. And she's like, your uncle sent you on the roof to check for a leak? And she's like, well, I mean, he has food poisoning. You know, he's sick. He can't go up there. She's like, and okay, was, well, did it rain? Okay. She said, and I'm this, just like, and this ain't even being nosy. This is just common sense. That was the one thing she didn't account for. <laughs> and spur of the moment, she was not good at presenting or covering up for herself. She was not good at it. Which Jeff pointed out when she got back, like, oh, that's the best you could do. Oh, Fuck that's you. a bad you line. And she said, you know, Jeff, did you call for help when you have the opportunity to? The thing is, is that no one's going to give a fuck, bitch. Like, she was so dark and she just was gangster. That shit said, ah. (laughs) You're not going to get away with this. He's like, you're going to have a missing person's picture and a suicide note as a confession letter. She said, kill yourself. I'm low on the priority list. Kill yourself. She said they she said if I did get <laughs> caught, they would give me a goddamn holiday. A fucking pedophile wrapped up for them in gift pap. Just what? Here come get him. She said, babe, please know I will get out and still live a full life, even if caught, because you are just that disgusting. 
The way so, she locked his brain, that shit was funny. Oh my god. So then she uh. just was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. But he got, she got a little too close, and he locked legs around her neck, and he was choking the fuck out her ass. He was, and I was like, no! Yeah! I got I said, so mad, but then he choking, he inadvertently let go of the chair. So he's and then he's choking himself. himself. So then he has to decide, is he going to kill himself or he's going to kill her fucking ass? And he decides and he's going to get back on the chair. So now she's like, all right. He got on the, the island that she was sitting on. And she has to run. She has to, oh, okay. So she has to run. She said, oh, shit. And they even show her struggling <laughs> with the screen, the screen door, all of that. Yes. And she's out the house. Because my dude got loose. Them ties wasn't doing nothing, sweetie. And you was talking about untie his hands because it was going to look like that. Yet. I, I, not I, yet. Not yet. Until Jeff dead, you can't put nothing past him because he has the will not only to live, but to keep his secret. Yes, because the way he grabbed a knife to un- to undo his hands and then he grabbed another knife to kill her. He was that not was playing. What? My girl outside, she running. She ran through a door that led back to the kitchen. I said, and she was like, (laughs) (laughs) What is this blueprint? This layout is intricate and interesting. Is what? But she came back in and grabbed that noose. She was cleaning up still. And I said, Wait, is this part of the plan? No, she might have been improvising. She said, Oh, bitch, you're good. She said, Okay, ha, ha. She making moves. So I guess she could think on the fly. Just not conversationally? I don't know. Because she still had her plan literally in motion. She called somebody mm-hmm. as a lieutenant. Mm-hmm. So, so things are still, still happening. Got that suicide note, so she still got to have it and see it through. You're right. The, she is also, and because she's called somebody, she's now on a timeline. Yes. She has to get the fuck up out of there. So I said, uh, what the fuck? She's running around and... He is trying to find her and he can't find her yet. And he starts stabbing the pictures. He's so upset that he starts stabbing, number one, his work's yeah. on. But he starts stabbing the age of above, about the age that they would be. He starts stabbing what represents her because well, he can't get to her. Because they were running outside, but then he goes, he hears the techno and he's like, okay, you're inside. But uh-huh. then. He hears that door close, and I thought it was he noticed everything was put neatly back together, and my dude just exploded. He was like, this this 14-year-old bitch got me fucked up. I don't know what's going on. I didn't even pee. That's what I thought, because I was like- No, because that makes (laughs) sense, because she did, she had come through, you're running around your house, this is your home. You should know it better than her. And she has managed to get through your shit back in here cleaned up drawn you in here with music for you to see that she ain't even in here no more and the scene doesn't even look like it it just was when you were in here fighting for your life because you was hanging from the banister this motherfucker was is and was she like, was mocking him she was, ooh, oh, I was i like that aspect yeah. it just it adds was. to the psychological thriller of it because this was a yes. psychological thriller she was fucking with him and she's now running back around outside he sees the ladder the ladder was already set up because she was on the roof and he decides well, he sees the bracelet because but this is the thing he sees the bracelet well, he hears the footsteps first because uh-huh. he's like someone's on the roof and he knows the so then she's like, she's like fucking finally. 
that was funny as fuck. She was like, if I didn't leave that bracelet, you would have never found me. And she's like, you're slow. <laughs> and he's still on that little hemophilia, hemophilia stuff because he's like, oh, who you want to fuck first, me or the night? But he still was. He still was trying. You are absolutely right. He still was trying to fuck this little girl, whether it be with his dick or by killing her. And then the fact that you say that draws the fact that Donna Maurer is missing and he's and she's like, are you a killer? My I had questions. I said, is this whole thing about Donna Maurer? Did this whole thing start because of her? At the end, I believe it was because she had the gun and she was like, neither, bitch. You gonna listen to me because I have a gun. And he was like, you don't know how to shoot that. I'm an honor student. And she crack, crack, think I won't. She, man. So literally, and then she she draws to her, draws to his attention. Remember, I made a phone call and he's like, she's like, look. And coming up the drive and he ducks on the roof. So she, not only is Janelle coming, but she, and he's like, she says, how long does, you know where Janelle lives? How long does it take her to get here? I know you know where she lives because you're still stalking her, you dirty bitch. How long does it take her to get here? You think I didn't call her? Look. And that car is coming and he freaks out so bad. And now. Because he was like, shoot me, just shoot me. And she was like, no. no that's still, still staying. You can kill yourself or she don't see everything. And mm-hmm. you running out of time. You see that fucking you see that fucking, and I'll take care of it. Don't worry. And I said, I'll take care of it. I'll make sure it's all gone, fam. It's good. Jeff now knows that he's like, I'll find, like, just the threats. That's when he makes the threats. I'll find you. And she says, yes. really she was like, you think I told you the truth? You think my name is Haley? <laughs> Naive, stupid baby. That's why you're running around trying to fuck fourteen year olds because you're an idiot. Like no, you know what I mean. So she just you believe everything people tell you online. Is that it? Because you're fourteen, you couldn't possibly. I'm eighteen years older than you. You couldn't possibly outsmart me. You couldn't, right? And so then the car pulls up for real. She's like, "Bitch, I told you I wasn't playing with you." She is really trying. Man, she said, victims personified every single one of them, everyone that you touched, raped, or killed. I'm here, and vengeance is mine. Set the little white bitch with the gun, the knife, the noose, and the ability to beat your ass. She beat his ass. She and she was like, You gotta kill yourself because she's gonna find everything. That's the only way. You ain't built for prison. And he and said, Janelle by this time is knocking on the door, calling for Jeff. And looking at multiple entrances, and he knows his multiple. face is pretty big. And she said, And he finally, he says, he finally I didn't do it, it, but I was. I there. just watched. That's an accomplice, bitch. That's an accomplice. You and you would watched. also go to you prison. You would also go to jail. You didn't do it. And he's like, you I wanted to I take. I wanted to take pictures. And he wouldn't but let the me. Dude that I was with stopped me. And she said, "You know what? I already knew that because I got to him first, and Aaron said that you did it, bitch. And I said, Oh my himself. God! Before he killed himself, he said it was you. Now here's the thing." Uh-uh. Did Jeff not know that his partner killed himself? Were they not in communique? Like, how did you not know? How close in between these things did this happen? I said, Jeff, what the fuck? 
you apparently wasn't home to check your machine because your neighbor says she couldn't give you your cookies and you didn't get the news about this that maybe you need to be on your P's and Q's. Because if y'all had been doing I mean, this successfully, why did your boy Aaron kill himself? He didn't have nothing to warn him. I just feel like you just was not that close. I feel like it was maybe like a one kind of hit thing, but they fucked with the wrong person because the fact that you're like, oh, I can give you a name, bitch, your accomplice is dead. Yeah. You can't, and now you sitting here telling me that he did it. He told me you did it. So now what? And he's dead, and you're going to get these consequences too. And he realizes he has no out. And he puts the noose around his neck and he looks at her and she's like, I got you. I'll do it. I'll take care of it. See it through. And And the scene of him walking off that step off the (laughs) roof with the sun setting, beautiful. That was. And Haley rushing over the edge to make sure he did it. of it. She wanted to see him uh, hang. That was sadistic, but she wanted to see him hang. And then she told him with probably his last breath, or maybe not. I lied. And the way she said she ain't taking care of shit, she got that red hoodie. Mm. Put it on. And she ride Red Red Riding Hood her way through the fucking forest hills because she had to get home some way. She had a plot and a plan. She climbed the back way through his hills so she didn't have to go past Janelle. Nobody was going to see her. She probably went through the way that she knew neighbors wasn't going to be there. She had Because Judy asked was asking questions. That's it. She had a plan. That... That was the movie. The sadistic in me loved hey, that movie. I loved it. That it was, was ooh. <sighs> what does your Afro uh, lens look like? I mean, the Afro, Afro scale. My Afro scale is the big Afro with the horizontal uh, scale, 0 to 10, uh, with the pick at 0 right now, because we ain't there. We ain't there. What's your Afro scale look like? Mine is the side profile with the big forehead, big afro, and 10 of them with the pick that slides along the top. Well, how many ticks did you have? So, for inappropes, 23. Now, girl, what the fuck, 45. Because there was mm-hmm. a lot of, I just, what the fuck's going on? Um, grooming at 10. Scheming, with an exclamation point, 36. Because <laughs> that's exactly... Um, that's exactly how I felt like you had to say because there was big schemes going on. Um, okay, with that energy, had 28. Bitch had 41. LOL had 12. Great cinematography had 28. And writing with fire had 28 as well. What were your tips? I probably should have had a category for uh, cinematography. Haley Run had 10. Yeah. Haley's Fun had 23. <laughs> Uh-huh. Be the adult had eight. Uh, LOL had nineteen. The drama had twenty-eight. She spitting had eleven and had twelve. Okay, okay. What was What's your, your ranking? I, I, I got it out first. What was your ranking for the movie? <laughs> this is the best movie of the season, in my opinion. It really was. I, oh, it I was love so this. good. I love this. And this is my first 8 out of 10. Like, Okay. I, 
this movie was good. It was good. Uh, I just... Wait. It was beautiful. I don't... Because, okay, as a person who is black in America and who does practice a um, spirituality that is... It is just us. I fully believe in taking... Theoretically, taking things into your own hands because sometimes the police cannot help you. Theoretically, never in practice. I feel like, okay, so I gave this movie an 8.5. Okay. Hey. So we definitely agree. I, this was the, <laughs> yeah. This is a good movie. This was the this one, was, right? And this I was love a that great pick. It did with this. A great psychological thriller. Um, I felt like. Oh, I lost what I was just going to say, but it doesn't matter. Our combined ranking is an 8.25 out of 10, which I'm I stand by. with that, yeah. Now, this is where I got motherfucking upset. IMDb gave it a 7 out of 10, and Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 67%. Now, I just want to make sure this is accurate because we did have a quick change of it, and I want to make sure that, because I feel like they would have ranked it harder. Hold on, let me see. I can see why they did that, but probably because they're like, oh, you probably should have got the police involved and you probably should have let justice do its thing like the way the law is supposed to be done, but also... Fuck that. Fuck that. The law does not equate to morality, and if you are rich enough, you can break the law. And that's what I was going to say. What she did was find people that would have never been found and held accountable for their crimes. She, Aaron who was the uh, the co-pervert, and Jeff were people who had kept their shit under wraps. They may not have ever been found. I don't know how she found them, but she did the damn thing, okay? So, yeah, an 8.25 out of 10 for the movie is on point. IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes, y'all need to stop acting like people who are perverts don't deserve that, <laughs> because I feel like the reason that they ranked it low is because of that. Well, you got to send them to jail. And you reconnect. I don't want to waste taxpayer money on stuff like that. I Yeah. Yeah. That 14 year old did what needs to be done, didn't she? She said nobody yeah. else to be victimized by you or Aaron. And that's why I thought like it was by it was because of Donna because she she went to Aaron and Aaron had killed themselves. So she was like, yeah. It had to to be about Donna. And she was just like, I don't know what her relationship to Donna was. And that is the only reason I was going to give this movie a nine. I was going to give it a nine. The only reason I didn't is because I was like, now, but why? Why other than her? Was it just that she was like she said? Most of her doctors would call her insane. Was she bored? Was she what was the reason behind this other than being like, uh, nah, you know, was Donna a cousin? What happened? Why? I wanted to I don't know. Think I, I care enough to know because she I, 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 justice for this person who might have been an older sister, might have been a cousin, might have been related to and her. And it order. didn't she matter. Out. She that found was out it. what happened to her, and she actually went and did something to about it. the situation. That, that was it. I wanted to know. Probably didn't do, and I, I like that. I wanted to know, and then I decided I did not care because she, even though Donna Maurer, we don't know that Donna Maurer was found, what she what she said, but she was killed. We know that. And what no. she did was made sure that her killers 
were brought to justice. Could never do that again. They were brought to justice. So I loved it. I loved the the movie. Psychologically tortured them beforehand. I loved it. I loved it. And the amount of psychological torture inside of it. She fucked with him so hard, so long. Oh, yes. He died as a pervert the same way you lived. And I like that. I loved it. So that is... This was a good movie. That's episode 26. This is the last episode of the season outside of our second annual Golden Pick Award. I was like, pew, 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 but we have... Yeah. So this this episode's a little long because the movie was fucking great. And we were exhausted and weren't paying attention to time. Yeah. For the now we're going to go ahead and leave you as abruptly as we always do, but it's not as abrupt because we have outro music. So anyways. <laughs> no, we don't have no outro music. That's me being tired in my mind. <laughs> That's our outro. That our outro music is us being like, bye, y'all, bye. <laughs> bye. Bye, y'all. <laughs>